day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 63 of Shop Talk. I'm Carrie. And I'm Jennifer. And we are back, you guys. We're back to discuss 501, aka season five premiere of The Rookie. Um, we're, we finally have a new episode like of the show to talk about. It's yeah. been a long time coming. Um, yeah and like the episode was like so intense like there was like good like both good and bad really like we have a lot a lot a lot to talk about (laughs) laying out this outline I was like wait a minute like how do we do this again because we haven't covered a new episode in a while so I was just like oh yeah Yeah. I feel like go back to like episode 20 or something I think is like one of the episodes that we've like done last season and it's like, oh my gosh, that was a long time ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we'll just get started. We have some news to cover. Yeah. Um, did you want to start or did you want me to? Um, I can take it. So, yeah. we have episode descriptions for 502 of The Rookie, um, which we never really saw a promo for it. So, right now, we're just going off of the description. I've bet any amount of money that we get a promo after feds tomorrow i bet that'd be fun yeah um but it's titled labor day and officer john nolan is moving closer to his new role as a training officer in preparation he's tasked with overseeing aaron thorson and must uncover the truth about another officer's suicide meanwhile lucy's successful undercover assignment earns her an invitation for specialized training in sacramento and she must decide if this this is the path she wants to take. Literally no mention of Roslyn. Or yeah. like the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. So this will be fun. I am yeah. ready for next Sunday to destroy me. Yeah. I mean, I hope that means that they are going to like address it. You know, like, like, you know, Lucy's reasoning behind, you know, whatever decision she makes or mm-hmm. I don't know. Or just I I am interested though to see how like John and Aaron pairing up goes as well. Especially because we got to see Aaron with Angela this episode, which like hello, I need more of that, like right now. Definitely. And then um as you guys know, the rookie feds is well, it's premiering today recording this to this. Yeah, if you're listening to this, it'll premiere, like, tonight. Um, And so their first episode, it's called Day One, which is appropriate. Um, And fresh out of the FBI Academy, Simone Clark arrives in Los Angeles and has her sights set on joining Matthew Garza's newly formed special unit as they investigate the murder of a federal engineer. Um, Garza's squad includes Carter Hope, a promotion-hungry traditionalist, Laura Stenson, a talented agent in desperate need of a second chance, and Brendan Akers, a former actor who graduated from Quantico with Simone. Okay, so then that's how, like, the connection is kind of, yeah, like, there between them already. Okay. They're going to be, like, the oh, Lucy and Jackson, pretty much. I was going to say Lucy oh. and John because they kind of are, but yeah. not in that sense. <laughs> At least I hope at least not, not that we know of. I mean, I wouldn't be against <laughs> it, but like also no. 
no, they can just be friends. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, sidetracked. Um, and then it says on the home front, uh, Simone and Cuddy's father-daughter relationship is put to the test as their opposing opinions about law enforcement come to a head. And then in the in the Feds premiere episode, uh, we'll see uh John Nolan and Andrew Lopez. So that'll be fun to see Nathan and Alyssa in that episode. You know, the first episode would have been a great segue into dealing with this Rosalind stuff because there was a mention of Agent Garza mm-hmm. in the episode. I don't know if anyone yeah. caught that, but yeah, but I also that. get why they want to take the time to introduce the team in the mm-hmm. first episode. So yeah. Um, and then we also have episode description for 102 of Feds um, titled Face Off. And Simone utilizes her informant to track down an arms dealer on the FBI's most wanted list. Brendan, get, uh, Brendan against Laura's advice, investigates a risky lead on a congressman. When Carter and Brendan each find themselves at a crossroads, they begin to question their futures on the team and their loyalty is tested. Cuddy and Simone struggle to see eye to eye on how they're helping the community, while Tim and Laura find common ground with their similar no-nonsense approach to training rookies. And guest starring in 102 is Melissa O'Neill as Lucy, and then uh, Eric Winter as Tim. So that'll be fun. I'm kind of wondering, though, see, now that I like look at this episode description more closely, not that I wouldn't mind having a scene with Eric Winter and Britt Robertson, but, like, I'm wondering if they meant to say, like, Tim and Carter. Like, um, maybe. Because, like, Carter's, like, the no-nonsense, you know, like, traditionalist or whatever. So I'm wondering maybe. if it's, like, maybe meant to be, like, an Eric and James scene. I don't know. Because, like, Laura's not a, like, training. I don't know. She seems like a, like a profiler or, like, a... But even you know, in one know. of the like 17 different promos for the show (laughs) um it seemed like laura was like hey can i do like a full workup on her before you fire her though like she seems like she would be very much by the book that's true so i don't know it'll be interesting but in like the promo kind of for the entire season that we got last night there was a clip of lucy working with the fbi i'm assuming because laura was in the background lucy had like a vest on the earpiece her hair was like in a low ponytail so i don't know i guess we shall see i think that was for 102 at least i hope so yeah and so we also had um eric and melissa got to do well eric did one interview like on um access Access hollywood yeah Yeah. um with mario lopez which is always a fun time yeah because they're just such good friends anyway (laughs) like there was some weird conversation said in that i was like i mean honestly like i'm not against it but also i don't know (laughs) it's like national tv or something or at least yeah it was a lot Uh, (laughs) and but um also obviously eric and melissa did a joint interview which is fun um yeah, and they just they got to you know talk about like all the all the Chenford things, obviously without giving like away spoilers because the episode hadn't aired yet. But but um, there was like spoiler scenes, kind of. That's true. I mean, the scenes weren't yeah. like huge when we watched no. them in context, but like we didn't watch it before. No, 
we I literally before I went to bed I was like okay I can't do anything so I have to like go and watch these interviews because I really want to know what they talked about and the interviews themselves wasn't talking about that much but then I wanted to see the scenes that they had shown and it again it wasn't like a huge spoiler scene but just never knew because the rookie was just like here you want content we're giving it all to you and I'm like great except I would rather have the Roslyn content over the Chenford for spoilers so I mean that's yeah of course they did they did save like quite a bit of Chenford though yeah in the episode so I mean it was a little leading but not not as bad as I thought yeah um yeah and so like that was fun just to like you know have like press surrounding the rookie again it was just fun yeah um and eric and Roslyn's podcast they've been doing like more episodes but like it was so cool because they had melissa on one and then Alyssa on another one in the same um, week right yeah mm-hmm. yeah because it was it was rookie like the rookie week um as eric i think called it um and melissa's episode is titled rookie of the year which was i just oh my gosh i just love that that's so cute um and then Alyssa's episode it actually had her and her partner gustavo so it was called they said as dijerons which is they said in spanish um so if you haven't listened to either of those two episodes you definitely should yeah they were really good. And I was hoping that Eric and Roslyn were going to have, like, I don't know, Richard on or Nathan. I was like, okay, oh my God, we had two yeah. on. Can we have more? Yeah. But, oh, my yeah. gosh. Richard would be a riot. I right? Feel like. Oh, my God. Even True. Like, get oh True God. on there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He has become my new favorite. Makia, yeah. like, oh, yeah. God. Especially yeah. since he's, like, done, like, podcast, like, with other, yeah. you know, like, celebrities and stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun. For sure. Yeah. So, um, and then when you're listening to this, uh, the Rookie Feds premieres tonight, um, and we'll be covering it, of course, um, but we won't talk about it, obviously, in this episode or yeah. this week. So we'll talk about episode one next Tuesday on the next podcast episode before episode two airs. If that <laughs> makes any sense, I don't know. Basically, we'll be a week behind. So when the new episode airs, we're going to be talking about the old episode. Um, And the schedule is still fluid, so it could change, but that's kind of what we're going to do for now. Um, So we'll just kind of have like one long episode for you guys. Um, And you can still send in thoughts. We'll still live tweet. We'll still ask for like your thoughts. It'll all be the same. It's just the episode for feds will be later. So yeah yeah i mean i don't know like how like in depth we'll go it just kind of depends on what they give us yeah you know like because they're like you know because it'll be the intro you know episode which yeah it's just been a while since we've seen a pilot for anything so yeah i'm curious to see like if they're gonna do like four different storylines i mean i'm sure that they're gonna have like partners Mm -hmm. um i mean right now it seems like the cast isn't as big as like the rookie but I mean it could grow or they could have like Simone have her own storyline and like Laura and Brendan like team up so who knows so yeah but we'll see I'm excited to see rookie fed so mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. excited yeah so I'm just so excited, excited that the universe is expanding like yeah it's about time <laughs> I feel like. heck yeah it is yeah so 
Yeah. Um, but with that, I say we just jump into the episode. So before we talk about this, I know pretty much all of us have watched the episode. If you haven't yet, spoiler alert, go watch the episode before you listen to this because yes. we're breaking it all down. Um, but after last night at, at like 10.01 central time, we should have had a trigger warning. Like that's what we all decided um because there was some graphic scenes yeah mentions of blood like violence just yeah. self-harm everything um and we won't be discussing them in like great detail just because it's a little hard to like yeah. to express them verbally yes. um but also yeah it's just it's a lot so it is yeah yeah and it was like unexpected and yeah. just very like I mean, I get it. I get it from a TV standpoint. You know, it's like the a little bit of a shock value, a little bit of like a, you know, yeah. just to show the yeah the depravity, I guess, of like Rosalind. But well, and it would have been different. I feel like if we had seen it in the last episode where Rosalind was featured, but we didn't. So like mm-hmm. this time, I was shocked because I was like, wait yeah. a minute, we didn't know that she could be capable of this. Yeah. Um, for me it was like okay i've seen it once that's fine but then like seeing it more i was like okay this episode yeah. seriously needed some kind of warning here because yeah this was a bit much and everyone was pretty much saying that it needed a trigger warning so i mean yeah. i even told friends who had to watch it later i was like just be aware that there yeah. is like major like blood and gore and all of that in it so yeah yeah i mean just i mean yeah and just for a show that's supposed to be like a leaning more into the comedy they definitely mm-hmm. leaned way more into the drama which I mean is like I said like fair I can understand it but yeah. it was just it was a lot and like there's one like for anyone that hasn't watched it, it a couple smaller moments occur about 20 to 25 minutes in mm-hmm. um, and then there's one more major wanted about like the last like five minutes of the episode yeah yeah so i mean there's even one like in between those two where like you kind of see it you more so just hear it though but yeah which is still can still be yes a lot it just like even re-watching it or like watching the scenes on twitter i was like this is just a lot like because yeah. the rookie, I think, classifies themselves as, like, a dramedy. Like, that's yeah. what press outlets were saying. So, mm-hmm. for me, it just seems like a lot yeah. more, like, a comedy-ish show. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I think with that, let's just dive right into 501. Because it's going to be a long episode. Like, you guys came through with your thoughts. There was a lot to unpack. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, this episode, like, left me on the edge of my seat. It was definitely i think one of the best episodes that they've ever mm-hmm. done so um but we'll start off with nolan and Roslyn. uh we see her in her holding cell and it's her trial day so she's getting out to go to court and she immediately tries to get to know like the deputy that will be escorting her trying to like make friends with her be all nice um and the deputy's not having any of it so nolan then is out for a run Looks like he's struggling a little bit, but I don't know. He's just, you know, trying to stay in shape. 
Um, and he walks back in the house and he's like, I'm not breaking in. I'm just coming in for my run. And I was like, isn't that your house though? Like, why are you <laughs> announcing that? But maybe he was staying at Bailey's. I don't know. I can't tell anymore. I mean, I think um, it was his house. Maybe he was just trying to be funny. Cause it's, you know, like it's, it's yeah. their house. If she's like, you know, moved in. Right. Well, that and like, I mean, yeah, she could have known that he was out running, but like she didn't know when he was going to get back. So, yeah. um, but then he walks back in to find Bailey with a birthday cake and it's his half birthday with a 20 candle on it. And he's like, that's not right, but that's all that the store had. So it's also somewhat an, of an effort to cheer him up because Bailey knows that it's uh, Ro- Rosalind's trial day. So then we literally not even 15 minutes into the episode we get a Balin and shower mention which i was like really but also par for the course i feel like and then like he picks her up like bridal style and he's like it really is my birthday or something and i was just like i'm no i'm just like cut to chenford already like please (laughs) i was like i already know that we get chenford so like just give me all of it so then we go over to the district. The chief chief comes in and for like all intents purposes gives Nolan a golden ticket, like because of his heroic efforts in 422. Um, and it's basically a chance to decide where in the LAPD he works, he wants to work. So Greg congratulates him and was like, you know, I once said that you'd never make detective, but I would happily stand corrected. And of course, everyone has to give their two cents. Smitty being the first one, and he's like, He's all about the last work. So he's like, you know, just, you know, go for like the job where you sit the most. Um, yeah. He's like recruitment. I'm like, yeah. Smitty, he, he wouldn't even, that's the thing though. Cause he's like, you can just go around. And I'm like, right. Dude, that requires movement. Like, yeah. <laughs> hello. Also, I wouldn't want Smitty to be working in recruitment either. Like, God, no. But then Tim's like, um, go for air support. And Angela's like, no, the K9 unit is the way to go. Um, and Gray's just like, you could go forensics. And no one's like, or I can get back on track and be a TO. And everyone just laughs. And no one's like, right, I got something to do. Like, he's definitely like self conscious about it. So mm-hmm. then Gray and Nolan roll up to the courthouse and they find Bailey along with Chris and Sean Del Monte there. Um, and there's like a strict perimeter and security presence around there. Like they literally have a lot, like just a lot of police. They have even fire department, all of that. So um, Bailey mentions that John and Rosalind had a relationship and she's not a fan of it, but he's like, it's not like we were dating and like, it's nothing, it was nothing serious. Um, it's a creepy relationship if you ask him. So then he tells Bailey about the golden ticket and she like throws out a reference about Willy Wonka, which I liked that they could get that in. Um, yeah. But then, you know, she gets serious and she's like, oh, like you should do the canine unit. And John's like, well, if you want a dog, we can just get one. So then Del Monte introduces the main people and hands it o- over to Captain Tovar, who goes through like a rendering of the courthouse, what floor, secret entrance and more that they'll be using. Um, and he says that there's going to be eyes on Rosalind every second of the day. So John's like waiting in that secret entrance for the armored vehicle with Rosalind. And when she gets out, she like has a smirk on her face and her eyes kind of like light up in a way. And she's just like, she tells him that he looks happy and asks if it's job satisfaction or Bailey. 
And so he retorts back with, it's seeing justice being served. Yeah. Which, yeah, not weird at all. Um, so then Rosalind, like, mentions that she follows Bailey on Instagram, saw the cake that she had made for John, and she's like, oh, yeah, I follow Luna, too, who's getting good on a horse, and Tamara, who's doing so well at SMC. And she even mentions how she was disappointed to not see Lucy testifying and revisiting their favorite song. Mm-hmm. This is just creepy in so many ways because one, how do you have, how does she get social media? Two, I mean, I guess it's not hard to find out who like is connected with each other because she could have went and found Lucy and like saw that she was following Tamara if she posted a picture with Tamara tagged in it. Um, but like, putting the pieces together it just it's weird it's really weird she mm-hmm. obviously has a lot of time on her hands so <laughs> yeah um then we see wesley and Rosalind's lawyer enter into the courthouse and he knows her Rosalind's lawyer kind of looks like a younger version of her yeah yeah which kind of weird i mean oddly though the, her face did look a little bit like jenny bradford's as well a little kind bit of, yeah a little it, but yeah no i mean she definitely like looked more like she talked like rosalind did exactly yeah. that was the really creepy part i don't know if it's because she had red hair too i don't know yeah. to me she just seemed like seriously like rosalind's protege um yeah. but then you know like uh we find out that Wesley's there representing his last case before he goes over to the DA's office, which yay for him. He's going over there. I mean, maybe not yay, like in terms of how he gets there because of the cliffhanger at the end. But oh, geez, no, I didn't even think right. of. Oh gosh, yeah, wow. No, I thought about that on my second. Wow, watch. I was like, oh, well, that would be a twist. Yeah. Um, but then Wesley says like he would wish her luck, but he hopes that her client rots in hell, which I mean, same. And mm-hmm. the lawyer's like, you're not alone. Um, but I'm running late, so gotta go. And I thought about this on my second watch and I was like, why? I would be questioning why she would have so many bags. Like she had her purse. She had like a gym bag, which wasn't even like a black gym bag. It was like white or whatever. And then she mm-hmm. had like a briefcase, like like cart thing so mm-hmm. and usually you just see like a lawyer with a briefcase like or and maybe their purse or whatever but like mm-hmm. i would be questioning that i don't know yeah so then um like the deputy roslyn nolan and the whole like team get up to the sixth floor where the lawyer meets them and you know she introduces herself and the deputy's like you know you can see her in the courtroom but Beth is like, nope, she has the right to appeal or to appear in civilian clothing at trial. So, you know, let's get her changed. Which honestly, and, though, I was like, um, I believe it's like your Sixth Amendment right to like a fair and speedy trial. Yeah. But like, I didn't know if she like really just like, you know, pulled that out of thin air or what? Like, I mean, I you've seen people like in TV shows and stuff like they have. A lawyer or whatever like bring them clothes but for the most part they're usually in their like orange jumpsuits or whatever yeah like it was just i but i mean i guess they had to have some way to like that and i'm sure because it's roslyn like she probably gets that treatment or something like i don't know mm. 
maybe um yeah. yeah so then when Rosalind like goes to change she tells John that she'll see him soon which again not creepy at all it's yeah. the way that she like says these lines yeah that just makes it so like eerie mm-hmm. um so then you know once the deputy Rosalind and Beth are in the room um uh, you know, and after the bag of clothes has been searched, the deputy goes to uncover at her feet, and that's when Bethany comes off with a pen and stabs her in the face. Like, literally like, right next to the ear. It yeah, was just, it was like right, like, like where your like, ear and like, yeah. your like, temple kind of meet, like that area. Yeah. It was, it was enough to like, <sighs> kill her, like right then. I, I don't know. It was just too much. And then like, Rosalind's like put her foot like I was like I can't yeah. do this and at this point it was like 20 minutes into the episode yeah like I looked at my clock and I was like wait how are we already 20 minutes in like what yeah. so yeah yep. and then John's standing outside the room and he's just like something's going on like this is taking way too long Gray comes over the radio and it's like you know there's been a credible bomb threat so you need to secure Raslin and get her out of there put her back on that prison transport and John's like no that's her she's escaping um, so then they get in there to find the vent cover like the wall vent cover off and she's escaped she or like someone's in the deputy's clothing because the deputy is undressed and then john sees her like running down the steps so he takes her down but it ends up that it's the lawyer who's dressed as the deputy so turns out that Rosalind is dressed as the lawyer with the blonde wig on and she gets in a black car and is off like this woman yeah. really thought of it all i guess mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. so then nyla that was a whole mood in this like she is i was so glad they like came back from commercial and like you know yeah added this like little moment of like levity in there (laughs) she shows up to the station in her pjs and slippers and at first we don't even know that's her because like all we see are the slippers and gray's like why are you here when you're on maternity leave and she's like i'm there i'm here to help after jacqueline the ripper escaped and gray's like are you sure you're like 11 months pregnant um, oh, I thought he just said 11. I didn't catch the 11 piece. <laughs> so, like, I saw people tweet that he just said 11, and then I saw people say 11D, and I was like, I mean, 11D sounds like more fun, though. So, okay. yeah. Um, and then she's like, oh, I want to help, but I'm not leaving the station. Um, and so Rosalind's lawyer is in the box and says she'll only talk to Nolan. So Gray's like, why don't you and John partner up to talk to the lawyer? And Nyla then sees Wesley, Tamara, Luna, and Nolan all talking. And Gray explains that Rosalind mentioned to them by name. And there's protection units for everyone else. And Nyla's like, oh, yeah, I noticed because I talked to one as I was leaving my house. Um, and then just before Gray leaves, he's like, oh, I love your shoes, by the way. <laughs> and they just laugh. And I love it. So. Um, and then Nyla like welcomes John to the Golden Ticket Club, and when offered a chair, Nyla's like, "Oh, if I get if I sit down, like I'm never gonna get back up." And John then mentions that he can ask Bailey to call the firehouse because Bailey is also there, um, and have them bring a gurney so that she can at least lay down. And Nyla's like, "You had me, you had me do the job from bed, from the bed, like whole mood." Yep. Um. Honestly, I thought that she was going to fight it, but, like, she uh, she didn't, so. 
Um, then John shares that Wesley knows the lawyer, but he has no real insight as to why she would do this. So we, when they go in to interrogate Beth or interview her, they find out that she is representing herself, so she never asks for a lawyer. And Nyla just doesn't hold back. She's like, she's not even beating around the bush. She's like, let's get down to it. We just want to know where Rosalind is, and you know they'll push to get her help at a psychiatric hospital. Um, but Beth, the lawyer, is like, oh, I'm special. Like, you know, Rosalind told me that I am. And so then Beth is like looking down under the table, and they're like, what's going on? We see that she is like literally carving Rosalind's name into her arm. I don't know if it was this or them killing the deputy that was more graphic for me. For me, it was the carving just because, like, I just, oh, like, it, like, oh my God. Just, and also, like, where did she get the tool to have that? Yeah. And I don't like, Oh Rosalind is a long name so like you mm-hmm. have to plan that out it just it was yeah. then just you could hear it which yeah. I didn't enjoy either it was just <sighs> oh my god it was I mean, we're very much aware that this is all fake but just oh right. my god it was like really realistic and like yeah, yeah. well lot. and I think okay so I mean obviously we've seen people killed on on cop shows and stuff before mm-hmm. but I think this was the thing that needed the trigger warning. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, like, someone can get killed. I mean, usually it's not by a pen, but, I mean, other worse things have happened. But, like, the cutting, the carving, like, that is what needed the trigger warning. Like, I'm not even someone that gets triggered a lot, but, like, that was a lot. I was like, this is just too much. Yeah. Well, and I didn't even notice because, like, when I was live tweeting, I, you know, I'm typing out a tweet, I'm not always looking at the screen, I'm looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, briefly seen it, but then it just, like, thankfully it didn't stay on it for too long. Yeah. But I just didn't put, like, the pieces together, like, as I was watching it the first time around last night. And so I didn't really, it didn't affect me as much. And she had a lot of Rosalind's name already, like, like yeah. cart yeah. so oh my god it was just it was a lot yeah so then you know like she says that she's supposed to tell john something and then says that people are gonna die and john can't save them yeah. so great um and then Rosalind shows up at a house and stabs a woman in the neck with a needle mm-hmm. and then she falls down to the ground i mean at least this one was a needle but like still yeah, because then the poor woman's like crawling away, and then you just see yeah. like Rosalind like following her, and I was like, "Nope, don't like yeah. that." And we don't really know who it is, except Rosalind's like your daughter sent me. So I mean, we can assume that it was Beth's mom, mm-hmm. unless it was like one of Rosalind's old victims. Um, but the crew that's in the protection detail at the district is looking into Beth and Tamara. Oh, I love Tamara. She found something. Um, And it was an article that Beth published at her school's law review. And she argues that criminality is a construct that changes based on the prevailing social mores of the cult of the culture. Um, And then towards the end, she defends cannibalism. And so she's morally flexible, which is Rosalind's type. Um, But it still doesn't connect to how she would have known Rosalind. 
besides for like the part that she's like morally flexible and wesley's like well beth didn't really like her parents uh and we find out that she left her car for Rosalind to hurt them so that's what she's getting out of this relationship kind of is like Rosalind's gonna go kill go kill beth's parents for her and you know um hopefully beth can like kind of give up Rosalind, but also help her um kind of play both sides there so they bust into beth's parents house to find the parents who are tied up to the chairs and have duct tape over their mouth and a slit at the throat so now this is three like yeah. gruesome gory scenes that we have seen yeah now granted the parents are already dead but no one then sees a remote with a post-it note saying play me next to it they find out that Rosalind's cleaned out the safe so you know she's like stole from them um but that's not the shocking part so the video is addressing John and the parents are alive they're you know tied to the chairs like they're definitely subdued um and Rosalind is just like let me just let another throw and it's like she she quotes it with it's just like riding a bike like this oh my god we just we didn't even see it we just heard it but it was still enough like we did not need to see any more after this part we didn't even need to see this much yeah it was just a lot because it was like i mean that's why i think she's like i mean she's definitely psychotic but like i mean because sociopaths like are able to like just be that kind of like cunning like type of person and just like to get you know like pleasure out of doing these like horrific yeah. things whereas like psychopaths like don't feel like anything at all like ever yeah so, so i'm kind of thinking she's more of a sociopath but she definitely has some psychotic tendencies because good god this woman just doesn't like she doesn't have any like there's no line yeah for her like I don't know I mean we knew that she was sick and twisted before like we knew Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. but I guess because we had seen it more so from like Caleb's side like Mm -hmm. Caleb was the one doing everything we didn't see Rosalind doing that I mean yeah because we couldn't there was no way to have known that Rosalind was capable of this Caleb might not have been but Rosalind definitely was and like what's to say that she didn't torture Armstrong's wife like or her other victims before she did because she had like sawed off their leg or whatever um she, but yeah she's a she's yeah. a sick individual yeah she <laughs> is sick and twisted in the head but like also annie Worsheen literally killed it yeah like she oh my gosh bad, i don't know how bad in the choice world. words but yeah yeah i just i mean bravo this is why i could never be well i can't be an actress like period because i would like laugh too much and like <laughs> mess up things but i would just, have to like, be in a comedy i couldn't be in a drama i mean i would i it'd be fun to be in a drama but anyway i could not play this like corrupt like you know yeah no morals no anything character like goodness. yeah it would be a really interesting character to like get into the minds like into the mindset and headspace of <sighs> like I don't know. I just, I couldn't. That's too freaky for me. So. But bravo to her. Yeah. That's off to her. Yeah. Um. So then we like kind of get this 
odd scene. It was odd in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. in the first watch, it was kind of like, okay, why are they giving that to us? But then, like, the mm-hmm. longer that we had it, it was like, they're setting up for something. Mm-hmm. So, we see Delmonte and Chris. They're having, like, a glass of whiskey in the office, and they're talking. And Delmonte just seems so defeated because, you know, Rosalind's been out for 12 hours, and three people are dead. Um, and Caleb's like, oh, it's but it's not your fault that, like, you know, that we didn't get the trial to like go through and Delmani's like no I was the one to push to try her for Caleb's crimes and Chris stands up for Delmani's thinking saying you know he just wanted to give Caleb's victims closure um which you could kind of see Chris's expression he was just like and my girlfriend was Caleb's victim like one of his victims so yeah um, which is true. I mean, like, he did want the glory of trying the case, and now he has to live with that, is what Delmani says. And so Delmani's like, anyway, go home, like, get some sleep. There's a police escort waiting for you downstairs. Um, but, like, before Chris leaves, Delmani tells him to tell Lucy that he's sorry. So mm-hmm. that's kind of odd, which I don't know. At first, I was like, well, he's just saying that because, like, the trial didn't go through. And, like, Lucy was one of Caleb's victims. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But then, like, the theories going around later, I was like, that also makes sense. But I don't know. It's just so, like, up in the air for me. So then we see Chris leaving a voicemail for Lucy. And he's, like, so excited. He can't wait until she's home. Oh, um, so nice of him. I, was I like, know. Oh. He, he even acknowledged. He was like, you know, I know that you're not really checking your voicemail. But, like, as soon as you get this, like, call me back. Yeah. oh my god and then he gets into the car the police escort and he's like hey what's up or whatever the police yeah. officer doesn't say anything which that would have gave me a red flag um or even like looked back like that was just weird and then it like zooms out on chris so he's like in the background blurry and we get a shot of Roslyn's face and she is the escort yeah. so yeah um, which leads me to believe that Chris had never actually met Rosalind because the like, trial never went through. So, like, he although probably would... didn't know. Yeah, I mean, although I would think that since he, like, poured over the case file, supposedly, I would think he would know what she would look like. But then oh, again, yeah. if you only see the back of someone's head right. and she's still in that blonde wig or whatever, it's, you know. Right. All... Well, that and, like... I mean, lost. she could have talked to him, but she could have changed her voice. Like, there is a good chance that he did not know. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just so sad. I was like, oh, dang, I did not see this coming. So then we go back over to the district. James comes to pick up Nyla and take her home. Which, why wasn't James in that, like, detail protection? I guess because she didn't mention him, but I would have yeah. still protected him. Yeah, well, maybe because, like, I don't know if it's, like, presumed that Nyla and James are living together. So, like, if the police protection was outside Nyla's house, maybe James was already there. Yeah, I I would think that they're living together since they're married and going to have a kid. But, yeah, I don't know. So, um, you know, like, James comes to pick her up, take her home. And, you know, as as soon as she wakes up, she's like, did we catch her? And, again, whole mood. Like, I love nyla um and they were like flirting he was like you know less than one in self-care is like to leave the district and she's like and i'm 
hoping that you'll say lesson two is like to have ice cream for breakfast and he's like mm-hmm. anything yeah oh my god they were adorable so then as they leave gray and luna come in and gray i did not catch this on my first watch i didn't catch that he had said the agent's name um he says that agent garza just called a porsche that was that's registered to beth's family cross border three hours ago and gray's like it's safe for you all to go home and tomorrow's like you know it's been fun i wouldn't want to like you know hide from a serial killer with anyone but you guys which is so cute that like she's so comfortable around them all yeah oh oh my god i like yeah i thought it was fun how they all were like asleep yeah and just like like, chilling yeah Yeah, just just chilling i mean nyla's lucky that she had that gurney i'm honestly (laughs) surprised that she was like totally fine with like laying on that but i mean she was like as gray said like 11 months pregnant so yeah um but then tomorrow gets a text from lucy and lucy's headed back to the apartment and wesley's like you know as soon as we find angela we'll take you home and so then luna asks how long that they'll think that rosalind will stay away and gray's just like well as long as she's like if she sticks her up head up for even a second the feds will find her and john's just like she won't stop killing though like as and gray says as long as she takes people that won't be missed she can fly under the radar for a long time um but john insists that she's not that modest i wonder how much guilt gray is gonna have yeah especially if i don't even want to say i don't even want to say but i feel like i know that listeners have already said it and i was thinking about it like immediately after the episode aired Especially if, like, Tamara goes missing. Yeah. Like, I wonder how much guilt he will have. Yeah, and, like, that whole scene is just, like, a cruel, like, precursor. Yeah. To, like, what's to come. Or what did happen. Yeah. So, then, you know, Bailey's like, well, that's comforting, and let's go home, because I am done with this. So, Luna, before they leave asks what he's going to do with his golden ticket because he's been talking about that the entire time because again even though they're like you know like trying to find a serial killer it's got to be about john nolan listen i like the guy he's cool but like read the room here dude like Mm -hmm. worry about that golden ticket you know later um but he says that he wants to be a training officer and gray knew it and admires it and he's like you know Everyone's going to give you grief, but, you know, as long as you're okay with it, I will get your uh, test rescheduled. And John's like, can you give me a few days? Because I've been a little busy. So, yeah. Um, that's that. And then we cut over, unless you wanted to mention this. I, I don't know if it's in your part, but. I mean, I had it in my part, but that was only because the scene, like, right before oh, yeah. it, leading up okay. to it. Okay. I'll let you keep that. <laughs> and I'll take this trauma okay okay so oh my god so then chenford like you know they walk into the apartment tim's like oh yeah like something's gonna happen i don't think that he really thought that but maybe they see chris and tim's tim's reaction is just too freaking funny he's like rolling his head back like seriously like this is really happening right now and chris is on the couch with his head kind of like tilted back and Lucy's like, oh, I didn't know, like, you would be here. Chris is not speaking. 
And so, like, I don't know. He could very well be a slave. So Lucy, like, walks over and sees the blood shed on him. His, like, his forearms are all bloody. His skin is pale. There's still a pulse on him, but he is unconscious. So Tim, like, calls it in. Lucy, like, ties off his arm or whatever to, like, stop the bleeding. And then we cut over to Balin, and they're chowing down on the cake, like, as any person would after they've been at a police district all night. Um, And Rosalind calls and saying that she has to be quick because they're refueling. But she wanted to make sure that someone checked on Lucy. And John's face is just like, literally John's face is what everyone's reaction was at the end of this episode, I felt like. Yeah. At least mine. Like, my jaw was on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and when asked what she's done, she just hangs up and kind of, like, has a smirk on her face. Mm-hmm. And that's where we left off. And I am going to go hide in a corner until Sunday at 9 p.m. Central Time. Because mm-hmm. this is just too much. It was a lot. It was a lot. And, like, I don't know. After after the episode, I was like, okay, well, we know that Wesley and Angela, well, I don't know. We don't fully know that they made it home. But they had Tamara. Now, like, Chris was in there at daylight. We saw that, like, everything else was daylight. So, but he had been with Rosalind, like, overnight or whatever. So there was time for Rosalind to get back into the apartment tomorrow to possibly like come home and like Rosalind to either, I thought of this at work and I don't know why I'm shocked that I got anything done today. Rosalind could have like came off, like kidnapped her after she had like done the damage to Chris and then like took her from there. Or like Rosalind could have been like, you're next. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm spiraling out right now. And I, it doesn't help that we didn't get a promo last night. Like, yeah. that doesn't help. But I'm also like, maybe we don't need the promo just yet. Because I'm still processing. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It just, like, I want to believe that everyone is okay. But then I, like, went back to watch the 501 promo. And I was like, wait, we were missing the part where, like, James was inside of the house, got the baseball bat. And Nyla was, like, outside of the car. Like, yeah. you know, peeking. And Grace like, no, wait. Like, we didn't get that part of the promo. And I wonder if that was either a deleted scene or, like, a scene that had to get cut or if that's part of 502. Yeah. Not sure. I don't know. I don't know. But it just was unsettling. And my jaw, like, literally had dropped. Like, I couldn't do anything for the next, like, 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, I, like, dropped my... I, like, literally, like, taught, like my phone was on the ground. Like, I just... Because I was yeah. just, like because my hands went over my mouth because I was just like yeah oh my god and I said like oh my god like 10 times so like she was like looking at the passenger seat and the helicopter or whatever or the plane and people were thinking that she had someone with her I don't think so that was probably just like the camera oh I didn't yeah I just thought it was like a shadow from like the you know filming equipment or whatever because like she's known I mean Annie has like done that before with like old Rosalind scenes so 
I don't know. I didn't think anything of it. Not to say that she couldn't have someone back there in that plane. And then someone was like, well, she said that we're refueling. So, like, who's we? I mean, she could just say that just to make it seem like she's got someone. I mean, she definitely does. She has to. It wouldn't be a Rosalind Dyer storyline. I just, oh, my God. I just really hope that everything's okay. I mean, I don't know. We've seen Kanoa back on set. But also that could be old content that we're seeing. Like, I don't know. So I'm going to need all, if not most of the cast to drop any behind the scenes content they have. Like, I don't even care what it is at this point. Just like ease my nerves. Because as they showed in the 401 episode, anything can happen. So. And I thought that I saw Melissa last night. She had said something about, like, can't wait to, like, blitz social media. It was then, like, that reel that she, like, created and then was, like, I'm going to have to delete this or something. Because, I don't know, she didn't think that was good or something. And she was, like, I will wait until tomorrow, until after the episode to blitz social media with, like, behind-the-scenes content. And Mm -hmm. I was, like, no, seriously, like, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah, she said, uh, I saw this and had to carry Oki it up in honor of this special day before I start blitzing the feed with the rookie content. Lots of love, friends. I need all of, all of the content. All of it. I mean, maybe that was like her post from today then, because there was that one behind the scenes photo with her and Richard and um, Drew and Makia and Alyssa, I think. I don't know. I just need all of it. Yeah. But that's it on the Nolan and Rosalind stuff, unless you have anything else. It was just a lot. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. But now we can jump into the happy butterflies. Well, mostly. Mostly happy. (laughs) No, literally. Even watching it a second time, like I had, I felt the buzz. Like I felt. The buzz of Chenford, like in the plane, everything. I was like, this is it. This is this is their time. So Yeah. Take it away. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so well, see, so like I had actually watched the um like preview like of this beginning scene. So I had like I know. I know. Um well I had just like because I was like, okay, whatever. Like I just want to know. Um because I didn't really think it was going to be that much, but um, I had seen parts of it and like yeah. heard it, and then I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm scrolling on," but I couldn't <laughs> stay off of social media, so I was like, just having my hand over my screen, like I did with the upset kiss, and I was like, "As long as we're not seeing anything bad," <laughs> and then I was like, "No," yeah. as it got closer, I had to stay off. And the rookie like yeah. forced me to get stuff done because they couldn't stop sharing content. I was like, "I'm doing this to save myself," so yeah um but anyway so it's like lucy's like sleeping um and dreaming about the kiss with tim um which was like interesting because i mean i'm assuming it was just they shot it from a different i mean obviously they shot it from a different angle but i just didn't know if it was like a eric and melissa like filmed that part like you know like back whenever the heck that was like april or whatever you know, and then they just like 
cut it in with this or like I don't know I just always wonder how things work like that when they do like back in time things for current episodes um but yeah so that's what Lucy's dreaming about she had a little smile on her face so that was interesting I mean I don't blame her no I don't I really don't she I mean before we saw the clip she looked like she was like getting into it like she was enjoying that dream I was like Mm -hmm. hey I don't blame her yeah um then she's um she wakes up and um tomorrow kind of like you know came through um kind of standing in the doorway um and it's like funny because like I guess this is kind of a little bit of like goes to their like comedic timing because like they do that on sitcoms a lot where they have you know like character a that you know likes character b and then you have you know the the friends of whoever you know like asking them and they have the split scene so it's kind of what they did with lucy and tamara and then you also had um tim and angela um and so like tamara was you know talking about how you know well did the undercover you know like mission like that was oh you know the thing that you and tim were talking about last night like so when the kiss happened because you know he's your boss that you kissed like so she was just like you know doing things like that and then lucy was like well that guess didn't mean anything um and you know but tomorrow obviously feels differently um and you know it's just like teasing and just like having fun um and eventually she does have to get out and go to school um it was such so, a mom chen moment yeah mm-hmm. it was yeah and so um it's kind of uh interspersed with like I said Tim and Angela they're like outside the station I guess or like in the kind of like that parking lot area that we don't really see but you know it's there um and I just love I just love how Angela called him Timothy (laughs) like that was so funny and then like Alyssa posted on our Instagram story too like that specific like seed and was like timothy and then tagged eric which was fun um and so like you know tim was like it's just a kiss you know it's not that big a deal big of a deal and angela's like well it's not that big of a deal like why are we talking about it um and you know like it's just funny because like tim's like defenses of like you know oh i'm you know I'm dating Ashley she's dating Chris like she's like okay not what I asked you know like because she asked him outright like you know if he has feelings for Lucy and it just like I love how he like I guess Eric had mentioned that in one of his cameos that like Lucy would have feelings for Tim so it was kind of interesting that they kind of like started with that like from that side of things so it was kind of deflecting from Tim but then Angela being Angela is like no I'm gonna get to the bottom of this like you know I gotta know um so because Tim's like you know maybe it you know what if it didn't mean anything you know to like her because it was just a kiss or whatever and so it's like they're both just you know like deny 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 and that's their like strategy even though people are obviously not buying it so um it was definitely it was just a like fun way to kind of start it for them um and so the next time we see them they're in the roll call room well 
Lucy kind of like missed a little bit of it, which I thought was kind of interesting that she like was like, oh, okay, what did I miss? Like, hi, I'm here. Yeah. Um, when Nolan was trying to figure out, you know, what to do with his golden ticket. Um, and then I don't know what song was playing on quote unquote Jake's phone, but it was absolutely hysterical that it just like rang like in the middle of everything. And um Tim was like, Jake's phone, okay. Like so. You know. It reminded me of like the 2000s, like when you would buy like your favorite song or something to have it as like yeah. a ringtone, but like you could even buy like multiple songs or like even just get the free ones and it was like the worst song ever and you just yeah. prayed that it didn't go off in front of people. Yeah, it yeah. was just, oh my God, it was just like, it was absurd and like just obnoxious, but I mean, I guess that works for like, and you know. Grace face when he heard it, he was like, dude, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Um, and then so obviously like Tim ducks out Lucy kind of you know is, um, following suit and they run into um, an empty interrogation room to like answer it and they put it on speakerphone and obviously they're followed by Angela as well um, and so it's Hodgex's crew the job's back on they're meeting up in you know two hours um, but they like they had wanted to put in this guy named uh Davian mm-hmm. um who's apparently kind of this like heavy hitter type of guy and so they're just like no 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 like they try to make like excuses for why he shouldn't be the one that they go to um and so they're like their new objective um in the meantime like what you know in between now and the two hours from then um is to like make sure that this guy doesn't show up so in order to do that that's where we get the first um Angela and Aaron scene um they make a surprise visit to uh Davian's house and they search his car where they find his gun which is a parole violation so he's in cuffs and he's out of the way um so it was kind of, I just loved I just loved Angela it reminded me of like season one episode one Angela yes. where she comes up on the house and then she's like yeah. oh hi and she's like yeah. oh and this, it gets worse because you know tell me this isn't your gun too yeah. like so she had you know guy was screwed well um, when he was like that's on my car and Aaron's yeah. like give me the keys and he was like yeah. yeah that's all set but like the guy wanted to go in the house or whatever and Angela's yeah. like let's start with the car first I think that's yeah. a good spot mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that was just great um and then so we cut kind of cut back over um tim's all dressed up as jake and he's like why does he have to be so greasy (laughs) which is funny funny. which is funny because in one of the interviews i think it was the one with mario lopez because that was the one where they talked a little bit more the one where it was like melissa and eric like i don't know like what uh radio in or something like they didn't really talk about the like the episode or the storyline but in the one with mario he was like they were gonna have me like wear a wig and then they <laughs> like were gelling back the hair and i was like yeah. stop like this is it and yeah. it's just funny that like they had tim say why does he have to be so greasy but yeah like yeah. eric was the one that was, eric like, was no, like this okay. is this is the look yeah yeah that works so funny <laughs> yeah i just yeah i mean the you know bravo to the both of them as well for you know putting on all this yeah you know, undercover like clothing and the hair and the makeup and the, the nails yes 
and the, the nails. nose ring, the eyelashes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sava and Jake are my new like fave couple. Just yeah. insanity. Um, yeah, so like we see Tim. It just kind of cracks me up though that he's like dressed in essentially like the exact same almost the exact same thing he was yeah. in from 422. I couldn't really tell. I don't know. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the plaid shirt was like different. Maybe it was, but not from when he from when he first like met up with the guys, I don't think. But was the shirt know. underneath different? Because I feel oh, like maybe. I don't know. See, that's the thing, is like I'm getting it all confused now in well, my head. And then like when they're in the hotel room, you see like his jeans and his shoes. We didn't see that for Dim before, yeah. but like even Jake has like the bandana that's like folded out. I don't know. He just looked very like swagger. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, fun. I'm here for this. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. And then like, shout out to the, I'm assuming, makeup artist that did all the like tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> like, that had to have been. There was something else that Eric had said. He was like, oh, it was like fun wearing them. And I like wore them home one day or whatever. My kids like hated them. But then he was like, but they were kind of a pain to get off or whatever, because it was just like scrubbing. Yeah, sure. Stuff. Yeah. That interview was really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And so we have um, Tim dressed up as Jake, and then um, Lucy walks in as well. Like they originally say, like Juicy, uh, but it's like as Saba. Um, and so she is, I mean, like, her outfit was, like, so, I just love it. I don't care what other, other people were, like, not a fan. I was, like, she looks good. good. Like, I'm here for it. Like, it was, like, comfortable. But yeah. Still, like, you know, like, I don't know. Just, like. It was an you know, edgy that, like, look extra. for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an edgy look for her. And we don't usually see Lucy Chen, like, dressed edgy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I liked it. But yeah, I also just. Fun. I thought that like their outfits kind of complemented each other because like <laughs> Jake's is a little bit more like casual. Yeah. Sabas was like edgy but comfortable, but like yeah. I don't know, it wasn't like too like casual. I don't know. Yeah, it, it just worked. It just yeah, it just I worked. Was, and then they both had like like high tops on. Yeah, like, fancy gym shoes, and I don't know. It it made them look the part that they were like like well off rich or whatever like yeah no yeah. it just it looked good so yeah um and i just loved like aaron's like genuine like wow looking good juicy and then tim's like still not saying anything because obviously he's a little bit like thrown off yeah um i can't believe i just oh my god i saw <laughs> someone on tumblr i think i mentioned this down further in my um in the outline but like Someone on Tumblr had like put this moment and then the one um in the hotel room later. Um and like called Lucy. They were like, Lucy, no filter chen here. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so funny. I'm telling you, Tumblr is the best. Like, um, but anyway, and so this was the first, like, you know, no filter <laughs> moment because Lucy's, you know, questioning the tactical decision to wear a thong for authenticity. <laughs> And then like, she's like motioning it. She's yeah. like, it's just like in all the wrong spots or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I know that I talk crap about Balin's like undergarment mention, but like I'll take anything that I can get for Jennifer. Like it, it does so not funny. matter. 
it was so funny because like the camera was like perfect though how like this is where the angles like work because you saw like Aaron looked at Tim though and then like Lucy was looking at Angela and it was just oh my god it was just so funny yeah um and then Tim like kind of had a look like where he didn't really obviously still not saying anything um which I mean it worked though because then you know they're like back on the phone or whatever um and they're meeting at Whittier Airstrip in 30 minutes um and like I'm not gonna say Tim as Jake or like Lucy as Sava so like if I just say Jake and Sava obviously that's what I'm talking about um so like Jake was like thought this job was local and um you know and she's like yeah it's a problem I have three suitcases it requires precision I can't speak (laughs) precision to look this good (laughs) um and you know but like obviously like this these guys are like they don't care like they're you know here's the job like here's where you're meeting like it's you know it's happening um even though like Angela is like ready to pull the plug because like if you know Tenford's in the air there's no like backup um but then Lucy points out like the pilot has to file a flight plan so they could just follow along and like you know they see the helicopter. Um, and was like, yeah, there's no way we can get one, and it wouldn't even be there in time anyway. Mm-hmm. Hugh Aaron pulling out his phone and he's like, I can have a private jet here in 45 minutes. What kind of cab car do you guys like? <laughs> he's just so casual, like he doesn't even look up. He's just you know typing away on his phone, and it, it was just great. We really grew to love Aaron in this episode. Yeah. Like, it, perfect. And I'm so glad that he's a regular now. Yeah. So. It was great. Um, and so, obviously, um, Chenford showing up is Jake and Sava to the airstrip. <laughs> this is also, oh my god, they just killed me with all these little lines. Their ship name is Java. I don't know. Java? Yeah, Java. Okay. It's gotta be. I mean, Jake and Sava. Fun. Hello. Yeah fun okay i'm down for that yeah yeah that's fun yeah so they're uh so java uh made up an excuse for their lateness saying their quickie wasn't so quick like i died oh my god and then just like she's like saying it as she's looking at him and i'm like how again this is why i could not be an act actress because yeah, I would I know. Laugh. i'd just be dying laughing i could not well and they say like as long as your scene partner like makes you feel comfortable or whatever like i yeah. Even then, I still would be like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, but just... it was just so good. And then, like, she just kept rolling with it, and I was like, yeah. Oh, I am, I am done tonight. Like, I am losing yeah. it because I was losing it right there. I was like, She did not just say that, right? Yeah, like, I was like, That's the excuse. I was like, Wait a minute, we're like, what, 25, 30 minutes in at this point? Like, I don't yeah. even know if that. And I'm just like, Oh, oh. Oh, they're going there tonight. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh, God, it's funny. Um, And then, obviously, they're, like, you know, feigning concern as, like, to where um, Davian is. They're, like, oh, like, he, you know, oh, he flaked? Oh, it's surprising. So they got another guy instead. Um, And so, and then they, like, they're still, like, being flirty. They're, like, kind of trying to, like, play it up and, like, sort of be, like, PDA, but, like, not really, just more, like, touchy-feely, I guess. I think I had put, like, PDA on the um on shop talk but just like i mean they aren't you know it looked like they were going to kiss yeah um like her hand around his neck his hand his arm around her like i was like i know that we've seen it in the promo but 
seeing it in context, I was like, I literally cannot do this yeah. right now. And like, even like I'm her done. hand on his back, yeah. just because like their height difference. It's just, oh yeah. my God, it was just so good. Um, And then, you know, but obviously moment is ruined when, you know, guys are like, okay, get in the damn plane. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny though. Cause like, you know, Jake is like, you haven't get in the damn plane. And yeah. I was like, okay. Like, on the second watch, I was almost like, I kind of wish that he like, I don't know, like slapped her butt or like it was a playful or like added like a baby or yeah. something because they say that later and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I just feel like really, no, yeah, Lucy says it as because she was like when they talked about the operational yeah. whatever. You're like, you hear that, baby? And I was like, okay. Well, when she said that, I was like, okay, literally, my soul has left me. Yeah. Because this is this in the Timothy is what fanfics are made of. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I just thought when um when like he was like, Yeah, you heard him, like, get in the plane. Yeah. I was like, he could have like, I don't know, just like, like waiting for lightly. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like Tim Bradford is like an ass man. Like, I, I don't know. And then like <laughs> And then, like, could you imagine what Sava would have done or something? Like, oh my God, with the potential that came from this episode. <laughs> Someone please write that fanfic. Oh my God, I'm sure people have. If you have, I guess send it to Jennifer because that's where she's at. That's where she's at right now. Literally, okay. I could not function after every Chen Fruitsy <laughs> list. I was like, I am, I just, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, so off they go in this plane. Um, and Angela and Aaron are watching from like a car. Um, Aaron's private jet is almost there, so they can like follow along. Um, and Hajak's crew filed their flight plan. Their destination is Las Vegas. So they're like, okay, so like they're Chenfer's on the plane. Um, I for the life of me, could not figure out their, like, main targets, like, last name. Mm-hmm. I think the guy's name was, like, Roman Krepka. Because, um, like, that's who their mission, like, involves. Because, like, this guy, like, imports drugs, like, for the Monarch cartel, apparently. He's, like, really paranoid. He doesn't trust technology. So, like, literally, like, aside from that guy's name, they know nothing else except for the rest of that information that they need to get yeah lies within this one person named Leonard Matris like um and so they like they got a tip I guess that he'll be in Vegas so like for Chenford's part of things they are supposed to like take out Leonard's bodyguards while um Hajak's crew like actually like gets Leonard to talk I guess so they can like take over the business really so they need this information so they can like rise to the top and do you know whatever it is criminals do like I don't know it was just so bizarre like it was I don't know it was just such a such a weird thing but maybe it's just because like I don't know like I just kind of forgot like the order of things and like who like Hajak was and then like who like I don't know I just kind of forgot like I was so focused on the Chenford stuff that on the yeah. second watch, I was like, now I'll actually focus. And then I was like, I don't even yeah. know if I will do that. Yeah. Um, and so, so like there, it kind of like cuts in and out. Um, 
of these like plane scenes like when we um come back well it was it was fun though to see like um Saba I guess like be kind of not really like flirty but just like outgoing you know and just I mean we know Lucy's like you know can be like bubbly and talkative but it was just you know like Sava's just like extra just like more yeah. so and he's like so far like your friends are all so grumpy so far it's just been you know like a really sad bachelor party and, and I feel like she kind of had like an accent to her too yeah a little bit I think um and people were saying that she like sat in his lap and I was like she sat on the armrest yeah like I mean sure yes it was close proximity so sure um but like I was just like no she sat on the armrest which I mean I mean his hand was like but like whatever on her legs so (laughs) I'll take that yeah like yeah and their hands in general like you know Mm -hmm. hand sort of a hand hold not really but kind of it almost took me out like honestly every Chenford part it took me out to yeah, the point yeah. where I was like, okay, I don't even really care about the Sarazlan stuff anymore. Like, just give me Chanford because I know that yeah. they're in this episode. Because they were like so comfortable with, with each other. Mm. Um, a little too comfortable at one point, but yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I mean, I won't complain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're like, they had discussed it, you know, like only like what they know of like this mission because they have to, you know find this one you know this leonard guy before they can even really do anything else um and it's like while they're on the plane that they hear that rosalind dyer has escaped um and i liked that you know it was like we knew it was like you know tim instinctively wrapping his hand around lucy's like you know because she's kind of you know spacing out a little bit like because she's obviously affected by this news um the two of them i swear to god they just like had like sex on the brain like the whole entire time like swear to god because then like well okay i should say jake not like tim but like jake makes an excuse you know for them to go join the mile high clubs um to you know like give them as tim and lucy a moment to like regroup yeah, um, but in my mind, I was like, Mile High Club. I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah, I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Don't I, I, didn't, I didn't actually think that we would get anything. No, I didn't either, like, which is why I really the next didn't. part was like, so, whoa. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and this is obviously where the, like, you know, if your head's not 100% in the game, it'll get you killed. Like, line comes into play. Um again with like lots of people there were like just lots of steps along the way where people were like okay we can pull the plug now we can do it now like you know like everyone was just like checking in with Mm -hmm. everyone else which i thought was good um because tim was like ready to you know he was like okay we can like end it as soon as we land um but lucy was like no i can do this like the news threw me for a second but like i'm good um and i loved tim's like you know softer I don't know why not that this bugged me but I was just like curious as to you know how the guy like when they said like there are 15 minutes or whatever yeah. like to Lance like finish up how did they yeah. not hear him say like Lucy as opposed to like Sava you know like I was just like Tim you're like taking a little bit of a risk there just, he did like, kind of whisper though didn't he I, mean, I guess yeah 
But like obviously in production, I'm sure that it was brought up to like a higher octave or whatever. So yeah. it didn't sound like it was for that's true. Yeah. Or maybe like ADR. I don't know. I don't know what's what, but yeah. Um it was still good though, because he was like, you know, Lucy, change your mind, you know, you just say the word. Um but also that was literally the quickest 15 minutes in the history of the world. So yeah. <laughs> like from when the guy said it to like when they're here and I'm like, okay. Yep. Like it's fine. Um and then, you know, the well, one of the moments, I guess I should say. A moment um, that I don't think we were expecting. It wasn't spoiled. Nope. nope. I was not. Not at all. Um, you know, Lucy pulled him back because like he was like ready to go. He's like, okay. And then he starts to move and then she's like, Wait, we're supposed to be hooking up. And then he just like doesn't really do anything. And then so she like she did in 422 like pulls him down and just kisses them again she and, goes after what she wants yeah and again and again really like if we're yeah. being technical i um, mean she didn't have to commit that much to it no there's other things that she could have done she nope. did not have to commit that much to it but nope. like she did and yep. i'm not mad about it so yep. so not mad about it it's yeah. fine um also and, he, yeah he yeah. was just he was a goner after that yep it was yeah um because you know then she goes the extra the extra mile and you know like messes with his shirt and is like putting (laughs) it was so funny how she like tries to smear her lipstick more across his mouth and i was like this is what i mean i don't know how they do this without laughing because it's just like because like you know he's act i mean obviously he's like so like you know dumbstruck or whatever yeah just like what is happening like you know what's going on and she's like okay we're good like now we can leave i mean i Um, guess it shows like their friendship because i don't know like if i could do that with like a guy friend i would be like i don't know just but like also she could have messed up like her lipstick a little bit more like he was gonna have the messed up shirt so yeah again she didn't have to go that (laughs) hard with it but she did and none of us are complaining about it so yep and just yeah it was it was really good and like it was just really interesting maybe I'm just kind of now thinking about this maybe like it was like Tim that like made the first move like in the hotel room scene because Lucy's the one that's made like the physical moves so Tim's like making the emotional ones maybe her physical moves are her way of like testing the waters but also she's kind of like well we're undercover so like if anything i'll just use that as an excuse yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know but hey i'm not mad about it so yeah that scene when i watched that again i was like oh it still gives me the butterflies like i still Mm -hmm. get the buzz there because like you hear his breath yeah and like when she pulls away he could almost like keep going yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. so good. I also saw someone else on Tumblr after a gift set. It was like, Tim, oh, we're stopping Bradford. <laughs> With like the 422 and then this 501. <laughs> I literally like I screamed when that happened. Because like the other stuff, okay, like we kind of saw it coming. Like the rookie account literally was like, here, to have all this Shenford content. But like this is one that we didn't see. Like we had even seen the promo photos of them like sitting at the plane 
so like when this scene came on i was like oh this is good like this is good so because i seriously thought they were just gonna like talk and then like okay bye like yeah so it was just yeah it was surprising but in a good way um and melissa had mentioned this on twitter earlier today i guess like monday um that like someone had noticed that like Lucy's hands were like shaking a little bit though she was like fumbling with the shirt and that was apparently a direct like callback to 211 when Lucy's hands were shaking trying to grab onto Tim after he pulled her out of the barrel so I didn't even notice the hands shaking in the first watch because I was just like I was literally my brain was like blank like I was just like wait they're kissing again like Chenford kiss Mm 2.0 so yeah it is crazy um yeah so that was that um so like now they're finally in vegas um and i didn't notice this because obviously like i said i was live tweeting looking down at my phone a lot um i didn't realize that like on the ride over um to their well like a meetup spot that like they exchange glances but they obviously they're not like speaking in the car um they roll up to a casino. Um, I thought it was cute that, like, you know, Tim handed Lucy, like, a room key. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, oh, my God. Okay, so, like, do we even know the girl's name? That, like, Melanie. Caitlin, Melanie? Okay, I saw it on her badge, yeah. Okay, I was like, I don't know what to call Caitlin Garver's character. Um, yeah, and so, I guess, okay, so, like, they're, like, walking. Um, Melanie, I guess, is um yelling jake's name um and trying to get his attention and like ends up kind of like going up to them and it was just it was funny because like i don't know i just didn't expect um like tim's like hey girl like to be so like chill like it was just like perfect for jake really um and then obviously lucy's being a badass and yanking melanie's janky ass hair piece <laughs> so i guess you know lucy had the hair pull technique from uh season three and she finally got to use it so it was just interesting because it's like of course it had to be like an ex of jake's that like almost like blew it yeah yep um and like you would think oh okay like lucy had it handled at least that's what i thought like when lucy like you know yanked the girl because she like kind of like you know backed off and was like psycho like you know like she like seemed like she was so done with the situation um and so i kind of thought that would be the end of it honestly but it was not as we'll get into in a little bit but um they like the crew like gets nervous though because they're like okay you guys need to like you know keep a low profile like we don't need this you know ruined by some random girl um and jake was like okay yeah we'll be on our best behavior and and sava's like screw that we're gonna go like you know play some and we're gonna see if we can get lucky three times in one day so um and then this was the moment where we see like well okay like jake put his hands on sava's shoulders which was 
cute. Mm-hmm. So we had that little tiny moment. Um, and this like gives them a chance though to like meet up with um, Angela and Aaron who are at a, I think a blackjack table, card yeah. table of some kind. Um, and so like Angela kind of gives them a little bit of like a rundown that um, like since Leonard's the guy like knows where everything is in Krepka's operation but since Chenford doesn't know where Leonard is they can't make a move until the morning like when they're going to be like en route to meet him um and Lucy also takes the opportunity to ask like what happened with Rosalind and um Angela mentions you know that she had a you know psycho lawyer like help her escape um and you know mom chen moment when lucy's like you need to protect tamara uh and angela tells her that she's already like at the station and so angela's like well hopefully you know like we can snatch up uh matters tonight uh before the bullets start flying and i don't know if you could tell what it was but she like gave something to tim i couldn't tell what it was I didn't know because it was like under the table and it was like really really quick it like the, oh it was a phone okay that's what I thought but I was like hey, what is phone? it I can't really tell what phone? okay so um yeah um and Tim I thought it was good that like Tim kind of was like um well I mean it was good of Angela like check in, you know, be like, "Hey, we can pull the ripcord if you need to." And then Tim's like, "No, she's solid." Like, you know, so that was good. Like, he had faith in her. Um, then after that, I was just good that like Tim kind of put it out there that their like priority is like saving lives, even if they lose, you know, their one main, you know, guy. And so, um, yeah, I just thought like they both just like had like had their game faces on, like had their heads on straight. Mm-hmm. Well so far before they get to the actual hotel room well and tim i thought it was interesting because he kind of he didn't like question her in the plane but he was like listen if we need to cut this we will like i'll make the call but then like you know not even like the next scene later he's sticking up for lucy and he's like she's good like we're good yeah we've got this so i don't know he knows her he knows her Mm -hmm. she can give him one look and he knows so yeah yeah and then, you know, another moment of levity with Aaron winning all that money. He has so much. I love how Angela was like, you didn't just win that all now, right? And he's like, yeah, I did. Like, what about it? Yeah. Uh, I love oh him. God. Yeah, and just like like you had said, I hope we get more scenes with them because yeah. they were just very like, just fun. Um, I felt like you know because like Angela was kind of sassy or whatever and Aaron mm-hmm. I felt like played off that like he did with Nyla yeah I just I want to see more of it yeah I'll Definitely. be interested to see next week how Aaron and John work together because we haven't mm-hmm. really seen that I mean not that it would be a bad thing but yeah yeah definitely be a different dynamic mm-hmm. um so now we're going into the hotel room stuff um Uh, (laughs) there's a lot with this that i could go into listen again i'm not complaining it was just like as tim was left speechless so was i so (laughs) fair yeah um and so like they're in the hotel room lucy's immediately flipping on the tv 
but him's like nope turn it off like because they don't they being like the news people don't know any they don't know anything that we don't know um and so like lucy's trying to calm down she sits down and is like okay my head is killing me um this is when tim decides to give her a compliment saying you know she's really good at this whole undercover thing um and that was like you know nice because he doesn't you know he doesn't do compliments or like praise very much um well and you could see like she was happy about it because like yeah. she had a little smile mm-hmm. yeah and a genuine thank you and but like also it. it was just like all fanfic dreams like coming true right <laughs> in that moment yeah i haven't even read a lot of Chen- chenford fanfics but like i've heard about it and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and so she then asks if he minds if she takes the first shower and he's like no go ahead like whatever and cue the door not closing all the way and Tim losing all sense of anything <laughs> after seeing the man Lucy. was the man was literally rendered speechless. I know, like, it was so much and he couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was no. like, listen, no one's stopping <laughs> you. No one's telling you that you can't think about that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, you know, point two seconds of seeing Lucy's bare back. Um, <laughs> it's just too good. <laughs> like oh my god yeah like he kind of like looked over that way and like she's walking again I'm like Tim yeah Yeah, no I know I didn't even catch the second pass because no one was talking about the second pass and I was like dude you can see like the side I was like okay like I think I think the second pass she was like in a robe or something because like there was clothing on or something i don't know but like the man literally i mean it like cuts commercial then and you can tell that he's still like just how do i deal with this so good (laughs) yeah um then there's another slight 211 parallel that someone had pointed out like that lucy wanted fries again so that was cute (laughs) like i kind of wish we like got more of the hotel room because obviously it was like the one bed situation there's like the there was a long couch though that's true okay don't ruin it <laughs> sorry also though they didn't have suitcases with them though unless oh, we just true. didn't yeah. see that so like yeah. Yeah. i don't know okay my mind is just like i don't know <laughs> that's true yeah because lucy didn't actually change back into her clothes no she, she literally fought bad guys in a robe Oh dear. Oh good lord. What did we do to deserve 501? I don't know. <laughs> and it's not even in a bad way, like honestly. No. We got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It um yeah, and it's just funny because you come back from commercial, Tim's trying to <laughs> watch TV to distract himself from seeing the shower. And I'm like, <laughs> seriously, you can't do it. Like, cause he's just it was perfect to like Eric's expression was just like perfect like yeah you know like tapping his chin like he just he was you know like just blank yeah hair. yeah um and then so obviously like um lucy comes out she has like her hair's wet and she has a robe on um but yet her makeup is still like perfect yeah i mean dude fake lashes are hard to get off if you've ever right. worn them oh my god they're so difficult to get i noticed off. i noticed on the second watch though that she did not have her fake nails on Okay. And those well, are I would want to get, get off. 
Oh God, yeah, I would want to get those off too. Could you, could you imagine they get stuck in your hair? Oh, God, they were long. Yeah, I've never had fake nails that long. But like, even when she was kind of like scratching her head, like I noticed that on the second watch, like you could yeah. hear them. But like those, those are like the ones that you get on at the nail salon, like, and they yeah. have to take those off specially. So how did yeah. she get those off? Is heck if I know. I don't know. No. Because, like, I wear, like, the kiss ones sometimes. And, like, even then I have to use tweezers to, like, pry those off. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, she comes out. Um, she has a robe on, obviously. And this is when he decides to, like, literally, Tim decides. Let me just reiterate that. Like, he's the one that decides to confront Lucy about their two, like, kisses that they shared in the plane and in her apartment um i mean kudos to him yeah because i mean they flipped it on its head like you wouldn't originally think that tim would be the one to confront feelings head on but he did and then for lucy to be the one to kind of shy away from them where usually she's more not that tim's like not in tune with his emotions but he just pushes everything down in a way whereas lucy like doesn't mind if it you know kind of comes up to the surface um but you know she's the one that's like blaming it on biology it's just all very interesting like it just adds another layer and we yeah yeah we I just oh my god I just can't even believe she she was suppressing the feelings but like even in 422 like you could tell that Tim wanted to say something in the parking lot yeah mm-hmm. I don't know the man like he's got a bad for Lucy Chen yeah. he's got it real bad mm-hmm I mean, yeah. I don't blame him, but yeah, he's got a real bad. Yeah, well, and I just thought, I don't know why, but I just kind of thought he was just, like, looking at her, just, like, you know how people do in, like, the, like, I don't know if they're, like, rom-coms or what, but, like, the, you know, like, the guy stares at the girl, and then she's like, what? And then he's just like, you know, you look, like, beautiful or whatever. I thought that's where it was yeah. going. I yeah. didn't expect him to be like, are we going to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> But that oh was a good, a good twist or something, though. Yeah. Sure. I wonder, like, what's going in on in his head, like, after yeah. all that. Like, because he's got to be thinking, oh, my gosh, I have Ashley. Like, you know, she's got Chris. Like, what are yeah. we doing? You know, is this mm-hmm. real? Is it not? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot. And we're going to pull audio for this scene because we can't do it justice really can't at all what do you want to talk about it about what the airplane bathroom your apartment look i I don't know call me crazy but it just doesn't feel like pretend it's an intimate act i mean we'd have to be dead inside for it to not trigger something right it's basic biology. Okay, so, so you're saying it's not a big deal. Doesn't mean anything. Right? I... Um, and so, like, what I noticed, though, is, like, Lucy's expression changing from, like, when Tim first talked to her about it. She was, like, a little surprised and shocked to, like, she tried to hide it with the whole, you know, like, psych 101 like explanation and like a small smile 
And then, like, Tim tried to, like, hide his, like, slightly raised brows at her, like, explaining it away by, like, you know, schooling his face, like, back down into a neutral uh, expression. And I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that she, like, turned it around on him by, like, because he asked her if it's, like, you know, it's not a big deal. And she's, like, right. Like, she didn't say yes or no. So it's not, like, you know, answering him like flat out but she's answering him with a question i feel like she turned it around maybe because she realized like i have chris and he's a good guy or whatever yeah and like she because she knows she knows like tim is her superior like she's dated nolan before was told that like she shouldn't date a cop because of you know like the repercussions and it would only be worse i would think if she was dating her boss yeah so you know i mean i could see her like kind of getting a little excited and like happy knowing that like tim was kind of feeling the same way but then also her rationalizing it and saying like i literally have to push down any feelings that i could possibly have because he is my boss like it's not like he's just a co-worker he's my boss mm-hmm. so yeah crazy um, times over here mm-hmm yeah um so they're they're interrupted by a phone call it's angela um it's like tim answers and she's like hey we have a location on madras um and they're mobilizing i guess with oh lv wow sorry lvpd is las vegas pd (laughs) wow okay i'm with it yeah with um the vegas police and they're like they'll get leonard and then they'll come back to grab the rest of um hadrick's crew Mm-hmm. And so after, I guess, like, kind of as Tim's, like, hanging up with, well, I also thought it was funny that, um, you know, Angela was like, oh, like, you guys are in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Like, and Tim's just trying to play it off and like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'm like, wow, Angela, you're like taking the top <laughs> Tenford shipper spot. <laughs> I... I, like, love how she knows. Like, she's watched them. I mean, literally, while they were in the airstrip. Like, she watched them be all, like, PDA, lovey-dovey, like, act like a couple. That I'm just waiting for her next episode to call him out and be like, so, you really looked like you guys were, like, in the part there. Are you sure that, like, you don't have feelings for her? Like, I'm just, give it to me. Because she is going to be the one that calls them out. I mean, if it's not her, it's going to be tomorrow. But I think it's going to be Angela. Yeah. More so. Yeah. But honestly, though, like, props go to Makia on Twitter last night, though, for being, like, the biggest, like, Chenford, like, Twitter fan. Yeah. <laughs> she was the best. Oh, my God. I mean, it even in so her soundbite, like, for the rookie yeah. press, she was like, Chenford, I mean, come on. Like, just get together. Yeah. Like, it was, it was too funny because like yeah. that was the first like one of her first tweets was like omg tenford and it's like yes she is she is one of us <laughs> i love how the cast ships it because didn't richard yeah. say something about chenford oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. richard's yeah chenford fan too like just everyone even nathan knows that i mean you know, like chenford's yeah. the thing <laughs> okay like literally in all of the promo especially in the rookie ships video like they were yeah. naming like Nolan and Bailey, like yeah. Nyla and James. But yet when they named Chenford, it was just Chenford. Like they didn't even say Lopez for the shit name. It was yeah. Wesley and Lopez. Yeah. I was like, that's it. 
Chenford, they know that that's, yeah. you know. Well, they took the top spot for, you know, like, what to know about, you know, the yeah. five, and it's like, heck, yeah, they did. I was kind of surprised. I thought for sure it would be, like, no one. Yeah, I know I was, too. They were like, what's number one? It was like Chenford with a bunch of exclamation points. Whoever so. was running the rookie social media account <laughs> this week, I mean, literally props to them. But also, yeah. I was like, okay, can you like chill on the promo card? <laughs> at this point, we're yeah. going to know the entire episode. It's just all going to be yeah. out of order. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it was um, she had tweeted and she was like, now is the time where I would like the Nolan social media interns to come back. I must have missed that one. Oh my god, it's too funny. I was like, no, but like some kind of Nolan content would be like good. I was like having a whiplash from all of the social media. <laughs> I was like, I love it, but also like what else could come out? I don't know. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was good, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. And so like, oh my god, this is just funny. I think someone else on Twitter had like pointed it out that like tim like i kind of looked at like looked in lucy's direction after she was like okay i'm gonna go blow dry my hair off it's gonna be you know crazy um and just like i don't know he just like couldn't stop like just you know looking at her looking after her like just i literally can't he's just he's just so in love with her also i feel like lucy was like the queen of oversharing in this episode like she didn't have to say that like her hair was gonna be crazy in the morning, like no. if she didn't blow dry it, and like the whole like thong comment, and then <laughs> I feel like something else too, like oh yeah, no, I yeah, don't know, like next... in the plane, I was yeah. like, okay, Lucy, like chill, yeah, okay, but like also don't like keep just yeah. word was... vomiting. Yeah, it was so funny. Oh my god, it was just so funny. Um, something else that was absolutely hysterical to me though, and I don't know again if this is just like. <laughs> I don't know because it's almost like a signature Tim expression of like the looking up and like rolling his eyes. I don't know if that's just like a thing that like Eric decided that like that was going to be it or yeah. what. But it was so funny when because like there's not going to knock at the door um, and Tim sees uh, Melanie outside his door and he's just like son of a bitch. Why is this happening to me right now? Like that was his that was how his look read to me yeah um and like poor tim though he had his gun already like he was good to go but then as soon it's like as he's opening the door hydrox crew gets a jump on him like hits him a couple of times in the head with the like gun barrel i think and he falls to the ground and like so that effectively like he dropped his piece mm-hmm. at that moment um and then meanwhile, you have Lucy still um, in the bathroom blow drying her hair. Although she did pause for, well, not really like pause, but like look she behind something her. Was going for, on. Yeah, for a brief second. Um, yeah. And I guess Melanie had um, said that, like, that, you know, that like Jake's not really Jake um, because. It was just, I don't know, not funny, but just, like, the reason, because he'd lost, you know, too much weight since they hooked up three weeks ago. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's yeah. the reason? Like, okay, I guess. Well, and, like, when Jake, like, looked over at her, she looked like she was, like, feeling guilty or something. I was like, yeah, you like, should. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know, because, like, I want to know, so, like, did, like, when... 
I'm assuming anyway, since you didn't actually see it on screen, like that when, well, when Jake and Sava went to go like, you know, play the casino or whatever, like Hadrick's crew, I'm assuming like cornered Melanie and was like, hey, like what's really going on? Yeah, maybe. maybe. I'm assuming. I don't know. But it was just, oh my God. It was just kind of, I don't know, not random, but just like, they still didn't technically see this mission like all the way through, you know, because we didn't see Leonard. We didn't get to like, you know, see like mm-hmm. the rest of the people. But I mean, any, I mean, you know, it's, it worked for what it was, I think. Um, but yeah. And so like, poor Tim's like zip tied, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so you know lucy's instincts must have kicked in because um you know the i don't even know what the i think like one of the guys was like hey you have to go like you know go get her or kill her next and then so she lucy had left the blow dryer on the counter like left it running as sort of a distraction before getting the jump on the guy taking him down like the boss bitch she is like she had it handled um but this was you know obviously like pure lucy chen you know badassery like you know sava is like sassy and apparently can you know do a hair pull if she needs to but like lucy chen you know can take down criminals and in in a a row short moves yeah in a a robe yes in a robe no less i'm just gonna i don't know stop tonight or something so oh my god it was i mean it was like yeah um it was interesting um you could kind of tell that tim was a little worried for her though just like given everything and like that he couldn't like help her you know because he had like a gun pointed at him he's you know zip tied it's like whatever um just as things were looking a little grim for tim i honestly didn't mean for that to rhyme it's just how i wrote it um (laughs) lucy like Okay, so she, like, takes down the one guy that's, like, by the bathroom and then shoots the one by the hotel room door and, like, the shoulder or something, which, like, allows for Tim to use his feet to, like, knock him to the ground. And then he punches the one guy, I swear, in the face with his feet. So, like, nope. the two of them just, like, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> like, I don't yes. know. I mean, they just, you know, they got it. Um, and, you know, Lucy no filter chen strikes again when she's like i just showed that guy the entire world just now and poor tim is still on the ground like he's actually he's off of his side like on his back or whatever and he's he his expression oh my god just like if he were to actually say something he'd probably be like god what what the fuck did i do like what did i do (laughs) don't like you know deserve hearing this well then i'm like i I mean she like inadvertently showed him like her back like her naked back earlier and doesn't even know no i don't know like for me i don't know i'm not one that likes to like have the door like completely shut like you know because the steam or whatever but like i would have at least checked that especially when you're like in a hotel room with someone that is not your significant other or like family member well i thought that's what like like, she was coming around the second time or whatever to like yeah and i was like oh girl's like still in you know in the middle of things all right that's fine i mean i get it like having a little cracked again because the steam like you want airflow or whatever but like 
even then I'm sure that it's a big enough bathroom. Like, oh my God, I was just like, Lucy, how did you not check that? Yeah. But you know, it's you know what fanfic dreams are made of. Right. So it's literally what all Chenford fans like were wanting but didn't even know that we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so obviously like and Lucy's like, you know, are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, I'll live. Um <laughs> so like I noticed I noticed like his head go back when she was like I just showed him like the entire world or whatever oh yeah and he was just like looking up at the ceiling he's like and he just kind of like nodded yeah and I was "Mm -hmm." was, like this man is down (laughs) so bad I thought when they knocked him down to the ground like like they punched him or something yeah yeah but it was was crazy it was crazy and it was it was just so oh my god just Eric Winter deserves all the awards for his like meme worthy expressions. Oh my god, it's just so funny. It just oh my god, it was so funny to me. Um, so that was kind of I guess like the well, as Chenford says in the apartment, <laughs> like scene that's next. Like they haven't been debriefed yet, so they're still undercover. But it's like, you know, it's like they're mostly like back to being like them like they're not in character anymore they're just like talking as themselves just kind of you know being somewhat normal so it was nice to see like Tim walking Lucy back to the apartment um you know they're like can't wait to get out of these clothes and Lucy mentions how she won't miss that hairstyle it was so cute that Tim was like I kind of like yours I was like oh like that was so cute like it's like his way of like being flirty and like you know but it's not too much it's not you know like pushing it's enough for Tim Bradford yeah I mean I like to Lucy straight hair too like don't get me wrong I love her curls I love her waves but like the straight hair with the makeup the nose ring the earrings I was like this is the whole look I'm here for it yeah it was fun um and I don't know, again, just interesting how, like, Lucy uses the guise of them being undercover to, like, kind of gloss over everything that happened. Although Tim agrees, because he was like, yeah, you know, what happens undercover stays undercover. And, like, you know, they're being, like, dorks about it. And then, like, they're yes. big smiles. I was like, oh, my God, you guys are, like, like they did that for us. I guarantee yeah. it. Like, God I feel like. Them the body language and like the way that they portray those lines were definitely more like Melissa and Eric than like yeah. script written. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, oh my God. Cause at that I point they had already like given Chenford fans pretty much what we wanted. <laughs> and yeah. then I feel like Melissa and Eric were probably just like, let's just play with them more. Like, let's just yeah. have more fun with it. Yeah. But Eric and a lot of his cameos was like season five, like episode one, you're not going to want to miss it. We delivered or whatever. Like it's, like crazy he did not troll us he did not lie to us nope that was crazy yep it was absolutely crazy not saying that i never believed him but like i believe it now (laughs) okay um and then i'm so my brain is just like chenford 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 as melissa said on the podcast Chenford, Chenford, hashtag Chenford. <laughs> so, you know, that's the like, thing. Like, I um, literally don't know how I got stuff done today because <laughs> my brain was just like Chenford. They kissed again last night. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously, I mean, if you watched like some of the preview or all well, like promo slash preview clips and you saw the, you know, do you want to come in? Um, at least we finally got Tim's answer, which <laughs> is interesting because like I think see, I wish I would have gotten the usernames of these people that pointed out these things on Twitter. So if anyone knows who has said any of these things that I've mentioned, do tell me so I can, you know, say thank you to these people because like someone had pointed out that like he didn't say like, oh no, I can't or like, you know, it's just like, no, I shouldn't or like, no, I don't want to, but it's like, no, I shouldn't. Like it's a, you know, like, yeah so it was just that was just interesting but then you know he does anyway and like I mean Lucy held the door open she lingered so like they both knew kind of what the implications were I think oh. but and we had talked about this earlier I I mean at least in my opinion I don't think they would have actually like you know gone all the way and like hooked up legitimately and like cheated regardless no. of the tragic cliffhanger I think they would have came to the rational conclusion at some point. Like, we cannot do this. And I don't know who would have came up with that at first. Like, if it would have been Tim, you know, because he had been, like, so, like, like, let's edge closer. Or, because I don't think it would have been Lucy. I feel like Lucy would have been, like, I've been, like, doing this so close and keeping it, like, keeping a tight handle on it that I... Feel like I could kind of let go a little bit, but I don't know. It would have been interesting, or like if Tamara would have walked in, like she would have caught them again or something. Yeah. But, but oh my god! And then just like, cause they like set it up. I mean, I guess this was like a not a good move, but a smart move to like have them. You know, like they obviously they're in the apartment. Door closes. Like that's when Lucy asks him, you know, if he wants a drink, and he's like, "No, I'm good." And then she's just casually kind of looking off to the side like kind of turns a little bit and then obviously notices she's like I just thought it was interesting that it was like you know oh like she kind of started like surprised because she was like mm-hmm. oh Chris I didn't know you were gonna be here Tim and I were just like she was having this like kind of like she was trying to come up with a reasoning yes. why Tim was there yeah yeah something to explain it away and then obviously yeah cut to the scene that oh my god that just like I mean yeah when I say I like dropped my phone like said oh my god and I was just like what (laughs) I just want to know how Rosalind came to the conclusion that Chris was like close with Lucy I just like I want to know I want to know how she was able to put two and two together I don't know I mean maybe I don't know if she somehow like just you know did her due jil- I again can't speak due diligence in like you know researching like Sean's office or something mm-hmm. you know like to you know see who else could possibly be on his team see and part of me is like well she knew what everyone else was doing on Instagram so you know maybe she found Chris on there because yeah. she found out he was going to be a part of the trial and like he's posted something or she follows Lucy or something like that's the only conclusion that I can think of, but I'm also like, there's got to be more to it. I don't know. It was a lot. Cause like, yeah. 
I mean, they showed it from three different angles. Chris was so pale, mm-hmm. like deathly, for lack of a better word, pale, yeah. which is why I thought that was like truly the end. So I was so shocked when Lucy was like, he has a pulse, apparently. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like Tim's calling for an ambulance poor lucy is like scrambling to get rags and stuff and we don't like see we see her try to you know like tie and retie and mm-hmm. you know because she's obviously distraught and just like her you know delivery of like tim like she doesn't you know it's like yeah. in a like you know what what do i do you know like this is like an unbelievable thing yeah that's like happening I'm wondering if 502 is going to pick up right from there. Like the ambulance comes in, Lucy is to like back away, Tim's there to like comfort her. I don't know. Again, yeah, it would help know. if we had the stupid promo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to get it tomorrow. It, <laughs> after it feds. And then I'm going to be like, oh yeah, like this is because we had the feds promo after the rookie. And I was like, okay, I love the feds. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. But, like, I've already seen this promo, like, a dozen something times. So, like, <laughs> give me the 502 promo. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I, don't I know. just, oh, my God. It was just a lot. And I get it, you know. I get it's fictional. But just, oh, my God. It was just so, like. We didn't whoa. need that much. Like, I didn't even realize. Like, I wasn't even. Because I was so just like, oh, my gosh. It, you know, like, oh, my God, it's Chris. Oh, my God, it's Chris. Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice, like, how he was almost fatally injured. Like, what yes. the actual injury. And I was like, oh, my God. It was just so much. So much. So much. I feel like we could have done without so much, like, gore and blood and violence and all that. Like even seeing it i mean we didn't need to see it actually happen but we didn't also need to see the aftermath of it too yeah i don't know i mean i get it like you said it's for tv it's the drama but yeah i don't know i feel like that's the most that we've seen of like blood and stuff and like gore on on the rookie yeah yeah Yeah. other shows you know it's like that'd be no no big deal but i mean and I feel like last year in 401, like, we literally saw Jackson get shot. I feel like that was a lot, but we didn't hear it. We just saw it. And, like, yeah, we didn't they see, had the music like, and yeah, we didn't see, like, any of the blood. Nothing like that. Yeah. But, ugh, yeah. It was a lot. And it was, like, ugh. Yeah. It was just, oh, my God. Like, and I couldn't, like, when I was rewatching it for, like, this thing. I couldn't like unsee the briefcase on her counter and then not know like what came next that you know Chris would be there and like he I didn't even see the briefcase on the counter yeah I mean I'm assuming it's his maybe it's not but I you know I don't know like how I wouldn't put it past Rosalind to like you know make it look like he was just you know on the couch you know like alive and well yeah i guess i want to i want to know how she got into lucy's apartment like I does don't chris know have a no key? one saw her like yeah. at all i mean i guess she saw the wig on i guess so 
dressed in their clothes, but still, though, Lucy has brown hair. I'd be like, how is this blonde woman getting, you know, yeah. into the apartment? Like, that is not Lucy Chen. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm sure that there's cameras, but does Chris, like, have a key to the apartment? Like, I don't I know. I just, know. I have so many questions. Yeah. So hopefully many. will be answered next week. Hopefully. At least somewhat. Yeah, because that episode description does not, but also we've seen for other shows like episode descriptions are not written by the showrunners or like the people who work on the shows i don't think like they're written by the people at the network so i mean we've seen episode descriptions before like be completely off from what the actual episode is so yeah it very well could have a lot to do with Roslyn. who knows but i don't know yep I don't know. Yeah, I guess was... I didn't think that it was going to be Chris. I don't know who I thought it was going to be, but I didn't think no. that it was going to be Chris. Nope. Because I was like going off like this like checklist in my brain. I was like, okay, Wes is good. Okay, Angela's good. Okay, tomorrow's still there. Nyla's still there. James is still there. Da 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 da. I was like, okay. And then, I, but then yeah. as soon as soon as poor Chris got in that car, I was like, oh no. Yeah. Well, Which when I they is what I tweeted like fifty times in one yeah. thing on the shop talk account because I didn't know what else to say because I was just like, "Oh no, this is, you know it's not good." When they had shown the scene of Del Monte and Chris, I was like, "Something's going to happen to one of them because they wouldn't throw in this scene if nothing was going to happen." Right. So, yeah, but but yeah, that was I don't know. It just really. It just kind of like tainted all the Chenford for me though, because it know. ended so tragically. I know. And I mean, I guess we don't, I guess I shouldn't really say that because we don't know the official outcome of yeah. well, you know, we like, know that Chris's fate. Yeah. I know it's going to be angst, but like, good God, I didn't need it to be preceded by yeah. almost dying. So, like, okay, I was thinking about this last night and today. It was like, okay, these two storylines almost could have been better served in their own separate episodes like they were big enough to where they could have given us the like first episode to be chenford wrap up that undercover storyline and then the second episode be this roslyn stuff because even after all this chenford undercover it could still be like a lingering like chenford you know will they won't they and then like lead into the Roslyn stuff. I understand why they put it together and like after watching everything, of course, but like yeah. it could have definitely been better separately because even with all the Roslyn stuff, I was like, I know that Chenford is in this episode, like give them yeah. to me. But yeah. yeah, it was also like, I want to know more about this Roslyn. Like it was just, I don't know. I felt like Chenford didn't get enough screen time. But I also feel like the Roslyn stuff could have been its own episode. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I thought it was like they did a fairly good job of like equal screen time. My whole thing is like, oh shoot, I just lost it. I had a thought and then I lost it. Um, something. Gosh darn it. I don't know. Oh, um, I had, I guess, naively thought that there was going to be a trial. Like they were actually going to show the trial. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they did not obviously and so see so then like 
Well, no, because Rosalind, she called John and was like, hey, we're refueling. I just wouldn't believe that she would actually leave. No. You know, like, that's what no. I'm not buying yet. She's she's coming back. She's got to be. <clears throat> she has to be. And we saw a cameo of Eric in what's assumed to be a hospital gown. So, I don't oh, know. I I, I've, seen, I've seen some theories of, like, Bailey gets hurt and then, like, Tim has to go save her. But, like, I don't know. That, to me, doesn't totally make sense. Well, in the preview, like, for the, you know, here's what's coming up on the rookie type thing, I swear to God, it was Bailey falling down a hole. That's which was, like, the saying. same thing that, like, Eric was being lowered down into or whatever in that behind uh-huh. scenes video. But I don't That's know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Don't know. I just, I wish that we had the 502 promo. I'm manifesting that. And I know that it's going to come tomorrow because all of the new content comes the day that we release this podcast. (laughs) I don't know. I I mean, I do think that the storylines had equal screen time for sure. And I think that they were both riveting and left us all on the edge of our seats. But I also feel like 501 should have been like Chenford undercover wrapping up that story. And then 502 you know was the Rosalind stuff and then they could have even had the trial if that was going to be the case but I understand again why they put the two together because it did tie together yeah yeah and I understand having Nolan deal with Rosalind because I mean Lucy did indirectly like she was with Caleb more so like she dealt with him more whereas Mm -hmm. like Nolan, I mean, when they were, you know, doing the search and everything, they, like it was him and Rosalind. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. we have some listener thoughts. You guys like came through with your thoughts. I was not expecting it, but yet I also was because it was an intense episode. So mm-hmm. um Valerie had said, I'm glad that Rosalind is gonna be an arc. She's too good to be used for one episode. I'm officially all in on Thorson. His line, what kind of caviar do you like, was hilarious. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ricarda had said, I'm not sure if Tamara or Angela is the bigger Chenford shipper. They should team up. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I that could is, see it. If Tamara is not the next victim. Yeah, I don't I, even know why I keep thinking I am that, close. that. I am this close. I don't know. I'm sorry. No. I Nope. No, it's no. the only thing that I can think about because <clears throat> Dylan has not been seen on set, but also we know I that refuse. she's touring. So I refuse. Um, Ricarda um, is still thinking that Chris was or is working for Rosalind. See, I don't, I mean, everyone can have their own theories. I just really just, I don't know. Like, I, I can't like- see it. I feel like the ending debunked that for me. I yeah. I believe Del Monte now is, but I don't think. <laughs> See, I just don't. I just can't get on board with any of this stuff. I don't know why, because usually I'm all for like you know the theories and stuff. Yeah. I just I don't know. Maybe just because like Rosalind's like twisted enough on her own, so I can't imagine she'd like be outsourcing that much. Yeah, I don't know. I but there was be... Caleb, and she has a yeah. protege usually. It would be a huge twist if it was Del Monte, yeah. but I don't know. Part I, I I'm going back and forth with it. I'm like, part of me is saying yes because that's just like an easy out. Like we, you know, no one's that attached to him. But yet, I'm also like, that would be really sick. Then, 
I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, going back and forth. So, yeah. Um, Ricardo also said, Congratulations to Officer Jan for the promotion to sergeant. Oh, that's fun. I didn't realize that. When he was standing next to Thor- uh, Thorson, Nolan, waiting for Rosalind, you could see he had the stripes. Okay, very cool. Um, it's oh, it's about time Tim and Lucy are aware they have feelings for each other. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ricardo's glad they didn't cheat, like on their uh respective partners. Uh, wants them to hook up when they're single. Yeah, yeah, or just like out like you know completely done with undercover like it's just you know it's just you know pure tempered i would respect it more i mean not that i wouldn't respect it anyway but like i would like it better if they were single when they like hooked up yeah but i also know the angst is going to be there so yeah pining angst which i'm all here for tim bradford pining i really Mm -hmm. am because we've kind of seen Lucy do that in ways like I don't know even when like he was with Rachel and stuff so mm-hmm. let's have that for the opposite now like Tim Bradford's yeah. finding mm-hmm. and then uh, lastly there should be an LAPD TV commercial with the slogan make out stop crime <laughs> said by Tamara but starring Tenford <laughs> yes that's funny yeah because she's like that tracks <laughs> like, mm-hmm. sure sure it does um jelena had said great episode and they built a very solid foundation hopefully a lot will happen this season love development between characters and it will be interesting to follow their journey each one of them with their own with their story definitely i i agree i mean i think it was a solid premiere for sure we got to see Uh a little bit of nyla and james like with their baby or Mm -hmm. you know her still being pregnant luna and gray i mean we got to see everyone pretty much besides wopez together so yeah um so indigo david said i thought it was an awesome roller coaster ride looking forward to watching several characters and storylines progress um a moment they really loved was when no one said he wants to be a to and gray like shook his hand and said that he knew it um Nolan's a genuinely good guy yeah I like that moment too because like Nolan and Gray had like come so far you know like from where they started so yeah yeah. I also loved how Gray like you could tell that he was kind of wanting to give him shit but yet he was like really proud of him so yeah um Ella B said I'm here for the angst that's about to follow we finally see movement forward and likely a few steps back after the fallout of what they've decided then what happened with Chris, but still feeling that all roads lead to Chenford. I'm just gonna, it's just gonna be a long and bumpy road. I just think back to the one promo where it's like all roads lead to Chenford, wasn't it? Before 422, yeah, it was for yeah. the 422. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, Jennifer D said the hotel talk was my favorite. I can't under oh, I can't understand why Lucy would deflect it to just be basic biology and nothing more hmm. yeah okay look um natty jane responded and said it could be because she doesn't know how tim would feel about the situation so she's trying to cover up her feelings that's yeah. what i was thinking i mean because yeah. neither really know because neither is going to admit it yet like, right to each other 
Because they're idiots in love. Nope. You're being fools about it. Nope. And currently, I just thought of the song Love Fool by the Cardigans. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, like, kind of late. So, um, so Paige had said, why would Rosalind leave Chris with slit wrists? I feel like that's a message to Lucy. If she wanted to make it easy, she would have just slit his throat. I wonder if she somehow knows that Tim and Lucy went undercover and kissed and are feeling things. But how? Like, how would she know that? That is true. Like, if she wanted to make it easy and really just, like, end it there, she would have slit his throat. But instead, she slit his wrist. And why is that different? How is he different than the others? I mean, probably because he is so important or, like, right. you know, a central part of Lucy's life. So I feel like she didn't want to take the easy way out because it's, like, yeah, Lucy didn't show up at the trial like right. Rosalind been, was waiting so long for that, like to have that, like disturbing moment. Yeah, and so I feel like she wants to make Lucy like suffer and wait to yeah. see how Chris turns out, which is she, also like, disturbing. She like wants to like dangle it in front of Lucy. Yeah, like I've got this one little thing on you, and right. I could have ended it, but I decided to keep it. It's just yeah. so sick. Yeah. Um. Paige also said if she somehow knows that Lucy is questioning her relationship with Chris and she left Chris the way she did to make it a horrible play against Lucy's state of mind, it really shows how screwed up Rosalind is and that she is more dangerous now than ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Paige is also wondering where Tamara is and is she safe? Literally, I am going to try and not think about that, but yet it's in the back of my head, so... Um, and then she asked why Rosalind was dressed so similarly to Ashley. Honestly, on the first watch, I did not catch that. I don't know why. No, I didn't either. Like, yeah. Um, and then she said, I don't think that Christian is going to last even through the trauma of Rosalind. Uh, even though the trauma of Rosalind ties them together a bit. If anything, it will just make their relationship more difficult. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean she could easily spin it back of like well you didn't have the exact same trauma as i did like i was literally buried alive um but we also don't know exactly what happened to chris like yeah so well i'm like i don't know though because i feel like since lucy is like a you know like so into the psychology of things i don't think she'd be like you know comparing trauma i feel like chris would probably maybe like turn it to that but then uh yeah it would just make their relationship more difficult goodness like no matter how you think of it yeah it really would or but like i don't know i guess i could see her being like well you didn't have as much or as bad of an experience as i did or whatever i don't even want to call it an experience just but like situation i guess but again we don't know what all happened with him to where i mean because we don't even know how long he's been sitting there because we saw him get into the car when it was dark. Granted, it could have been 3 a.m., 4 a.m. or whatever. But, like, we don't know what time they got home or they got back to her place. So, like, it could be six hours, you know, of him sitting there. And who kn- who's to say that he's been sitting there for six hours? So, I don't know. It, And I wonder if, like, next episode we'll, like, either see a flashback or, I don't know. I just have so many questions. Um, Paige had said, I wonder if Rosalind will target Ashley too. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because we haven't really seen Helena, so. Yeah. Um, and then Paige had said, lastly, I wonder if the storyline with Roslyn will bleed into rookie feds. Regardless of what happens, Tim and Lucy can't go back after last night's episode. They were clearly going to cross the line that will affect them all season five. And then she, there was a comment from Magnolia Tree that had said in Alexi's interview with TV Insider, it pretty much confirmed that feds will be involved. And I mean, Gray did mention Agent Garza. Now, who knows how much they're going to be involved, but hey, we got a mention of rookie feds on there before the show even premiered. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so Bless Turtle had said that midseason was always uh, their guess, oh, guesstimate of when Chenford would, would get over themselves and be official. <laughs> that was funny. Um, so they knew something would happen in the premiere that kept them apart just a little bit longer, but they truly did not see that coming. Yeah. I don't think anyone did my goodness. Even with the spoilers that they shared. Yeah, no, it was a lot. Oh my God. I mean, I remember people being like, seriously, what else can they spoil? Because there's not going to be anything left. And it was like, but if they're spoiling this much, there has to be something big coming. And there was. So, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura had said, I loved the whole episode and I love that they've made Tim the vulnerable, emotionally aware one, and that Lucy is the one hiding behind the UC work a bit. Now, bring on Pining Tim while Lucy deals with Chris and her new training before they get together mid season. Yeah. <laughs> I love how people are hanging on to the mid season. I mean, me too. Not going to lie. I feel like that's um, when big stuff happens, is in the mid season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um tess had said i feel like del monte is oh maybe working with Rosalyn against his will oh like blackmail uh-huh. okay maybe um that's why you told chris to apologize to lucy for him when he saw her i think he knew Rosalyn was waiting for chris in the car and that his oh and that his body would end up at her apartment barely alive Ooh, i don't want to think about that i don't want to think about it Nope. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Delmani did seem like pretty, like, beat, beating himself up. But yeah, that like regretful, been, remorseful. Yeah. But that also could have been because he couldn't get the case. Like, yeah. Or the trial. I mean, yeah. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, just give me the promo. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to tell us much anyway, but like, I don't care. <laughs> Um, if anyone listens to this and actually knows of a promo like seriously send it to jennifer or else she might lose it because i very well might have missed it i very well might have um but yeah and i'm sure that it will come out tomorrow at 10 p.m central time i'm sure that it will and then i won't be able to sleep after that so it'll be great um bonnie had said chenford is in one hell of a mess now we know why eric said messy and complicated um we finally see movement forward and probably back given what they almost did and finding chris almost said on the couch tim and ashley will be done soon but chris chen will remain for a while yet is her guess um lucy is hiding behind the uc work whereas tim is trying to weasel it out of her notice at the end tom roslin said we're refueling who is with her who else is with her 
Um, and then Bonnie also said that Thorsten is one of her favorites. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Rosalind probably just said that. Like, cause who else? Yeah, I didn't say. I didn't think I didn't think of it much. But also, I wouldn't be surprised if she like took someone else. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, and then she asked, "Why is Rosalind dressed as Ashley?" Everyone pointed that out, and I don't know. Uh, that went right over my head. I mean, I, I mean, don't like right over my head. I don't think like even if she saw a picture of Ashley, I don't think that she would be like, "Oh, let me just dress like her." Because then, like, why didn't she dress like Bailey? You know, yeah, that's a know. very good point, especially because she loves to mess with John. Yeah. I don't know. Like, their relationship is weird. Like, John and Rosalind is weird. It's not even a relationship. It's just this weird, like, web of... It's freaky. I don't even know. Yeah. It's it's a little sussy, honestly. That's a good point. Why didn't she dress like Bailey? I mean, I don't... Well, yeah. Because she didn't have, like, a brunette long hair wig. She had, like, a short one. Like a bob. Yep. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, and then she said, Chenford is in one hell of a deep hole. How on earth will they get out of this one and find their way back to each other? Bonnie's guess is that Lucy will stay with Chris, either out of guilt or something else. She'll probably take Sacramento since, in her mind, Chris wouldn't have gotten her if it wasn't for her. And Alexi had basically confirmed in an interview that like she'll spin out and take the training. I don't totally remember that, no. but I feel like... I don't remember seeing that accurate in a way i don't know i don't totally remember that um and then she said tim will be eating himself alive for almost she did not ashley hence why they'll be done is her guess i mean yeah i definitely think that he'll feel like some kind of guilt or like like the feeling that he needs to tell her for sure yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah um mindy said it was a great episode aaron was great with some lighter moments uh she wished that there could have or yeah that there could have been some actual Wopez moments but that little bit of Nyla and James was nice yeah although we did get Wesley saying like let's go find my wife like we yeah. all know he's talking about Angela Lopez so that was cool yeah. um but yeah I mean that little bit of Nyla and James was really nice and mm-hmm. like I had missed seeing them for sure um but Mindy did love the small insights into Wesley's background and there were a lot of oh the following okay yeah that was that show with Kevin Bacon I want to say um was Annie in it Annie worship I I think so although I feel like I know someone from the rookie was in it I just can't remember now but um I guess there are a lot of follow- the following parallels. Like some of the deaths were similar and how Rosalind got away was similar. And even like the music in some of the scenes uh, were similar as well. Um, and she said it would be perfectly okay if Tim tells Lucy that she's the love of his life, though, as long as, as, long as Rosalind isn't lurking nearby. Oh, good Lord. I could not. I don't. Yeah, I don't want Rosalind anywhere near them. So I remember you said like earlier in this episode that it was said somewhere that like Tim was supposed to be her target or something. I could see that because in season 
three, right? Or was it season four? Whenever Rosalind came back and she was like, oh, look at, like, the protector is here. Like, yeah, it was 301. She, yeah. I don't know, she can sense that between Trenford. Like, she can sense that yeah. there's something there. So I could definitely see her wanting to take Tim. Oh, my God. I just thought. Oh, I literally thought you found the 502 promo no. or something. And I was no. like, dear God. No, I um I don't even know if I want to say it. But it makes me feel better about tomorrow, maybe. Is it gonna make me hate you? It's probably gonna make me hate you. Um, what if Rosalind is waiting back at Tim's place? I don't know, like hiding in the bushes or something, or somehow she got into his alarm system and she kidnaps him because she knows that that's gonna hurt Lucy just as much as like hurting Chris. And that's how he ends up in that hospital gown. No. Because because we don't know. No. Like, because <laughs> no. we don't know how much time is in between Lucy and Tim calling the ambulance and finding Chris versus no. Roslyn, you know, calling John. Like, we don't know. And no. Roslyn was like, check on Lucy. Like, no. No. <laughs> done with me. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no. No. I, I mean, you know I what? I, I would honestly feel better about, you know, tomorrow, like not being in danger, no. but nope. I mean, I mean see, yeah, I would feel better. But Eric nope. and possibly and, and possibly a hospital gown. Nope. I don't nope. know. I nope. just thought nope. of that. Nope. nope. Honestly, I would feel better about that than I think nope. I would about tomorrow. I don't know. I'm just, oh my God. Nope. Well, and like, anyway, what, what if Lucy doesn't know about it because she's in Sacramento? Oh, Christ. Oh my God. I'm just going to shut up now. Calm yourself. You're killing me. You're killing I'm me. I'm sorry. This is what happens when I just think about things. And so like, see, but I then that means that like Chris has to be okay then if like, because Lucy's not going to leave him if he's almost, you know, dying and then in the hospital. No, I think Chris so is fine. Like, I no. think Chris is fine. I don't know. Because we've gotten quite a bit of behind the scenes with him, like content That's of him, true. that I'm like, he's fine like i'm not even worried about him i'm worried about like who else rosalind could go after I <laughs> and now i think it's freaking i don't dumb. like i don't know no. i don't know i'm so sorry no but i mean it would make sense rosalind's out to get people that are close to lucy all right no. let's, let's move on <laughs> oh wait <laughs> I can't. I was going to say, it's you. You get to talk more and hurt me with your words. Oh my god, no. Okay. Um, Puds82 had said, it was quite the roller coaster. With all the content that we got beforehand, I was a bit worried that it would be rushed, but it felt, but it was a phenomenal episode. I'll be re-watching it often. Literally same, and it's, like I said, it's not just because of the Chenford stuff. I mean, it was just a good episode, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Janine had said, uh, we're going to have Tenford angst. Um, she thinks that Lucy will blame herself for Chris and um and like convince herself that like what she was going to do with Tim was like wrong, like undercover or not. And so like that will um like drive a wedge in between them. Uh and then also with Angela, um being kind of semi-aware of his feelings uh she thinks that tim will uh get an earful from her about that and then 
Um, Janine said, also, someone is feeding information to Rosalind, and I really think it was Del Monte. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, apparently, you are not the only one, Janine. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. we definitely did not think about that, but yeah. No. Yeah, because she thinks um, Rosalind probably has something on him, and that's how he's going to, like, get, you know caught found out get get to gone <laughs> i mean we didn't learn about him that much in season two like mm-hmm. one of like del monte's wife or whatever partner girlfriend whatever could have been one of Rosalind's victims or like a family member something i mean we don't know yeah so yeah well, i think that's it though on 501 i don't no, do we have any more thoughts? You don't want to hear any more you, from you me. better. Yeah, no, I don't want to hear any more thoughts. If you have any more, you're I'm not uh, another word. If I have any more, I'm basically supposed to scream into the void, is what you're saying. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. Because I have I have none. I have no more. Okay. It was just a lot. What? Again, wish there wish there was a warning. Just a little yeah. bit. But, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of wish that it was split up into two, but yet it also made for a really strong premiere. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, you guys can find us on Twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts. You can find us individually on Twitter as well. I'm at jstark804. And I'm at Kara Hammond. And if you liked this podcast and Shop Talk, which we really hope you do, you can leave us a rating and review. It would really help out the podcast um, and just help others find us. Um, and make sure that you check out our Tee Public store, too, if you want some rookie merch. They're having sales all the time. We're going to be putting up some new merch. Um, so keep yeah. out, keep an eye out for this kind of merch. We'll even be dropping some for the rookie feds. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah, if you um, saw Melissa's Instagram post, it had yeah. one of the designs, which was cool. It was the, yeah. you know, I didn't choose the Chinford Life. The Chinford Life chose me. From so. our talented friend and designer at Epic on Twitter. Um, yeah. And next week, you'll be hearing from us twice. Once for, like, mm-hmm. our recap of 502 and mm-hmm. 101 of Feds. Um, but then we'll also be on another podcast called Streaming with Sam. Um, and we'll just be talking about The Rookie and other shows that we're watching. So we'll definitely be sharing that episode when it drops. Um, I believe it's going out next week, but it could be like later in the week or something. So be sure to listen to that episode. Um, and next week we'll be back with uh, a 502 recap and then 101 of The Rookie Feds. So bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Go get him, boo.